sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom Oh, welcome. We're live. It's the last party of the weekend. I'm your host. This is Tendering Minimum. My name is Chris. Uh, let me move this camera down. And back with us this week after uh, a big, you know, mess of diarrhea, we have Holly Ann. <laughs> He's not joking either. Oh, boy. It was oh. terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then back again after <laughs> sleeping in, we have James <laughs> Smiley in the studio. Hi there. I'm very well rested. <laughs> and then uh, with us today, let me let me pull something up here. With us today, we have singer-songwriter Justin Nunez. Hello, hello. How's everyone doing? Oh, talking that again? Hey, hey, hey. There you go. Justin Nunez yeah. in the house today. Yeah. And because of Smiley, we have a new show sponsor, Long Drink. Actually, can I have this one? Yes. All right. I got it out for you. All right. This is the sugar-free. So Long Drink is now our sponsor. Smiley worked on this. And they're an official sponsor, so they are going to give us product. And what? tell us what Long Drink is, Smiley. Uh, well, Long Drink was uh, created in, uh, was it 1952? Yeah, for the Helsinki Olympics, right? That is correct. The first Olympics what? back that, uh, that let the uh, German and uh, Japan back into the Olympics. So it's kind of a peacetime hmm. bringing people together drink to keep athletes uh, hydrated and buzzed yeah huh. that's very interesting right? i love it yeah and i'm drinking the sugar-free one because i tried this i tried the regular one and it was good a little too much sugar for me uh i'm drinking the cranberry one and it's delicious do your kidneys feel better they do <laughs> yeah it's what athletes drink. Uh, it got rid of my UTI that I had when I walked in. Thank oh, wow. you, Long Drink. I was waiting to see who's going to make the UTI joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm. but uh, good job, Smiley. Like, right? Also, yeah. I freaking love these things. Yeah, a big fan. It tastes like a fresca. It does taste like that. Is what? There you go. Yeah. And it's made with gin. Yeah. So it's not malty. Yeah, and I think I feel like the multi malty ones give me a bad hangover. Yeah. So maybe this, I mean, I'm not going to say it's not going to give me hangover. Well, it's alcohol. So we'll see. It is alcohol. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. But it's, uh, yeah. it's missing. It's it, uh, This is what Fresca has always been missing. Gin, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <they're laughs> I've like, always what? had a Fresca. I'm like, it's missing something. What are you guys missing? <laughs> and mm. and the secret ingredient was gin this whole time. The Isn't whole that, time. I've never been a gin drinker. All of a sudden, we have the guy come from uh, <laughs> from the UK, brings gin. That was that delicious. That gin was amazing. Gin was amazing. And then this has gin in it, and I can't even tell that it has gin in it. I know. It doesn't have that, like, pine taste to it, mm -mm. Like juniper taste. Yeah, no. I, I feel like we've been sleeping on gin. Yeah. I think we've all just been drinking really shitty gin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 you know that's, what? that's the feeling that's I get now. Probably right. It could be. And while someone, like, handed me Bombay Sapphire as a teenager, and was like, this is good. And I was like, ugh, if you say yeah. so. Yeah, I know my dad is a big gin drinker, yeah. but he likes the stuff that tastes like you stuck a juniper tree in your mouth. Oh, that's the, that's the worst, right? I think it's disgusting. It is disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. It makes my dad happy, though. So, like, if you want to see my dad dance, 
Oh. You give him a gin and tonic. Yeah. Nice. I only drink gin and tonics every so often, and the only person I will let make my gin and tonics. Uh, that's yeah. me. Smiley. Smiley is the only person that I let make me Bloody Marys now. So. Oh, wow. Wow. You're, you're very welcome. Uh, I'm available for uh, events. <laughs> he has no, like, like I can't afford you. I, I keep going to like... these parties, and Smiley's like the bartender at these parties, <laughs> right? And I'll show up, and I'm like, crap, I didn't get any cash to tip him. So actually, I have cash today, so I can tip you now today, Smiley. Oh, Whatever, nice. man. That's so weird. It's so weird having my friends having you like. Do you tips. do you want to bartend mean, a first birthday party in a couple weeks? Is that weird? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, just let me know what day it's on. I'll see if I'm available. Also, also, come on, that birthday's for you guys. I know it. To- that's what we yeah. have been telling everybody. My family's gonna be so mad about his first birthday. Yeah. Because his smash cake is gonna be a brain. Ooh. What is a smash cake? So it's like this thing where the baby like digs their hands into it and eats it because it's their first cake oh. or whatever. Um, was I the only one that was like, "What the fuck?" No, no I, if you I don't, I, I thought they were like smash it into their face or something. No, you know, <laughs> yeah, just, you're all happy for your birthday. <laughs> you smash it in the baby's face, and you're all dumbass. <laughs> you're so stupid, baby. Should uh-huh. do that instead. That sounds hilarious. I know that sounds great. Ian would <laughs> hate it. Um, but uh, we so hamster came to me with this idea because he had this idea with Danny, but mm-hmm. uh, that didn't happen. He got vetoed. And I was like, no, that sounds fucking awesome. Cause it's going to look like he's digging into brains and it'll be all over him. And we're going to put like raspberry filling in it. It's oh, be nice. Great. Oh, wow. And my family's going to babies and cannibalism it. are tight. Yeah. <laughs> duh. I don't know. I feel like if anybody in my family is surprised by this, they don't know me that well. Yeah. <sighs> But, so is this going to be a big party with like a full band and no, like a metal band? No, something? yeah. <laughs> Billy passed the first grade. Oh, what a glorious here's, day! Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to have lots of moments that are photographable, so it looks like he had like a really fancy party. Because all that really matters is when he looks at the photos, he thinks we love him. You know what I mean? Right. Because uh, he's he's not going to remember. Like, people who go all out for a first birthday are dumb. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, you can't get a bouncy house. I don't no. even think I had birthdays back then. I don't know. My mom got rid of all my childhood uh, photos. Oh. oh. Awkward. So, well, just so that everything that she said is the truth. I'm like, that's a, <laughs> that's a great tactic. It's a good move. Like, we're going to take a picture of Ian with Kurt Fletcher yeah. uh, in the outfit he's wearing on that birthday party because Kurt's going to be on the road. Yeah. And Kurt was like, I want him to think I was there. Just. So we're gonna do it. You should. You That's should like. Nice. Uh, I was gonna say something really more, but I was like, you should find. You know, you should do that for people that you know you live a really high risk life. <laughs> and yeah. Like, and that's uh, Uncle Chris. Uh, yeah. You know, he really cared about you and loved you, and uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I don't think that's morbid. I think yeah. it's great. It makes them feel cared about, mm-hmm. loved. Because my parents would do that. My mom would be like, this is you, and this is uh, this guy that retired from the railroad, and so he put his little railroad pin right on your coveralls. And I'm like, okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I wasn't cognitive then, so. Our kids, I don't know. I think when you have a stand-up comedian and a brewer as your yeah. parents, I think a lot of our oh, memories boy. are yeah. just going to be, oh, yeah, that was uh, so-and-so. They did comedy with me, and we don't know what happened to them. There's um, notes on the back of the yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, lots funny. of beer memories. Yeah. Uh, my kid's favorite place. So Danny, <laughs> her favorite place to hang out is her dad's brewery. Because they have a big grassy area Start that you can just. You're all, mom and dad, why was all my birthday parties at a bar? 
Well, you know, well, mommy and daddy need parties too. <laughs> I mean, oftentimes, a lot of times, the excuse for like a child's birthday party is for all the adults to get together too. Right? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. It's a first. It's a first birthday. Like, what, what was the first birthday you remember? Which Which is the first birthday you were cognizant uh, of? I think my fifth birthday. I want to say yeah. my third because I, I got yeah, a, like three or four. Yeah, yeah, I got like some Star Wars stuff. I yeah. got the I got the land speeder from the first Star Wars, and I was like, "Whoa, I got gifts and stuff. I got toys." And then all it's your day, and I was like, "My day, sweet." <laughs> yeah, you create that association, and then it, like over the years, it slowly just like you get less and less presents, and you're yeah. like, "Damn, this is what being an adult." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah right. Now I don't get nothing. I get shit. I think I was Just four. Oh. I was four, and I was allowed to make my own birthday cake. I had to take like four nice. baths that day. Jeez, you know what? Maybe yeah. I, I was just covered in cake batter, like may, over and over, and like. Ah. Maybe I was four. I think we went to Chuck E. Cheese. I was obsessed with mice when I was a kid. It so. sounds okay. Someone let you make cook when you were four. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Did it cook with you? Well, yes. Okay. Well, yeah. You're not capable of doing shit when you're four. Yeah, I mean, the, hence the frequent baths, because it's like, yeah. oh, look, it's all over my hands again. No, use the spoon to stir it. No, that makes more sense. That's, that's the day Smiley learned to light cigarettes on the stove. <laughs> no, I already knew how to do that. I mean, uh, I'm sure. That's how you toast tortillas in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, fair. That's very fair. So, Justin, uh, this is your first time on the show. So, you're a singer-songwriter. How long have you been playing music? Uh, I mean, people ask me that question all the time, and sometimes I'm trying to think of like, what's the actual good answer? Like, what mm -hmm. is considered playing music? So, I mean, well, I was, when did you when did you start learning to play? Uh, I guess like, well, when I was a kid, I remember like my dad, you know, like I was like six or seven. My dad had this little guitar, and I would pick it up and mess around with it, but like never really knew how to play it. And then when I got into like my early teenage years, I met this dude. He's actually a local uh, musician here in Albuquerque, and his name was Aaron Gentry. He was okay. in some cool bands. Um, and I just thought this dude would be super inspirational. I was in like 14, uh, I was 14, so I was in like freshman year of high school. And this oh, wow. dude is like a pirate. He looks like a pirate. He's walking <laughs> yeah, he around, does. he's like, hey, you know, and he's just like singing. And like, I just felt like I fell in love, like with just the concept of this guy and of Aaron Gentry. And you rest know who, in peace. Do you know man. who he's talking about, Smiley? I do. Oh. Yeah. And, and very sad. He, he actually passed yeah. away last year. So rest in peace, Aww. man. I love that guy a lot. Um, but he's like a local music legend, right? And he, uh, he's in a lot of metal bands most recently. Um, but when I knew him, he was like a singer songwriter too, but like just very piratey, like gravelly voice. And he's just free, like a very free looking person. And so I kind of latched onto that and like, I just uh, started following him around. And like, I remember we would drink like space bags and stuff and I would like pretend to play the drums on the space bag box, you know, like, what is this space, nice. what is you know what a space bag? It's like uh, the Franzi of wine, man. Oh, gotcha. You know? yeah, it yeah. comes in a box. And so yeah, I would, yeah, we yeah. would we, you take it, you take it out of the box and you hold uh, it and, and you, you slap, slap it. it. Yeah. I didn't know that. I never called uh, it a or, space bag though. Well, the thing is back in the day, it used to be silver. Yeah. Now, uh, now it's like, now it's like plastic see-through, but yeah. back in the day it was silver. Yeah. So it was like, well, like, a space I, bag. I, I, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about completely now. I did never call it a space bag. Did you ever call it a space bag? No. No. See? It's a very punk rock terminology. Uh, I think, you know, like okay. the gutter punks and that kind of stuff. Oh, what are you trying like to say? Drinking in the uh drinking <laughs> in the in the launch pad alley type of thing. I don't think these I don't think I've ever been homeless before. <laughs> uh we have not. I've been uh, real close to being homeless. I have not. <laughs> so you don't yeah. know what space bags are. I live I live a life of privilege. Uh, <laughs> and it's fine. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, so um, that's how I kind of got into the singer-songwriter thing and playing and just learning little, like, three-chord songs, right? And just yeah. singing and having a good time. And um, I just kept at it. And so when I'm 30 now, I just turned 30. 
And so congratulations. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah thank, yeah. thank you. Dirty 30, as they call it. Mm. And um, so I've been doing it about 15 years now, but it's only been in the past really like five or well, I don't know, 10 years that I've been performing and out. But there's waves that goes up and down. Right. Sometimes you perform more, sometimes less. Um, so yeah. So it's been a good it's been a good. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. I was, I was wow. checking. I was making sure we were live. Sorry. I didn't mean to mess with you. <laughs> oh, you're good. Are we live? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, you were saying, <laughs> but yeah, so 15, <laughs> about 15 years, we'll, we'll put, you know, with a little mm-hmm. Maso Meno sign, more or less 15 years and well, um, performing probably yeah. really hardcore for the past two or three years. And then did house shows and busking also when I was younger. Oh, wow. So yeah. you've done the, you've done the busking life. Oh, man. Yeah. Busking. We used to busk in front of uh, where Satellite Coffee is on Central. Oh, right yeah, there. yeah. Busk over there. Busk to Knob Hill downtown. Um which is the best area to get money when you're busking? It's really, I think it busking is one of those things that you just have to hope the universe is on your side that day. Yeah. Um, Cause it can take one person just to change the whole day. Like mm-hmm. people come by and just pass by, maybe give you like some change. And then like one random person be like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Here's $20. And you're like, okay, cool. Oh, wow. Um, but you so say you never know how the day is going to go. But I always, I always thought that like UNM area was nice downtown, Knob Hill, um, Anywhere where there's a lot of traffic of people and where also the uh, local authorities aren't going to be. That's, that's what I was going to ask. You've ever been arrested for busking. I haven't been arrested for busking. I've only been like kicked out of places. They tell you to fuck off real quick, mm. um, especially if it's in like a nicer area. And yeah. they're like, who's this random kid? Just this playing music. vagabond out yeah. here playing music. Yeah. But I do have a, I, I went to, uh, I've been to Juvie once or twice. And the first time I went, or the second time I went to Juvie was in uh, Santa Cruz, California. Oh, wow. And we were busking in one of those situations where someone came and gave us like 20 bucks. We were, I was playing Wagon Wheel. I know, like, hang me for it. But uh, we played that song. I, like I got that. 20 yeah, bucks. I was, I was it's like a debate last night. about, like, like, some people really, there was a long, like, not so much now, but there was They're like, all- Hold on a second, sir. We were with you till the wagon wheel. Now the, <laughs> the cops are on the fucking way. Yeah, it's a sign to call the cops. You will be arrested. <laughs> so we got, you know, we played that song, got like a twenty dollar tip, and we went mm-hmm. bought like the cheapest bottle of rum we could find. And I was oh, like yeah. sixteen, and like we were road tripping. And I was like had dropped out and all this shit. Oh wow! And um, ended up, yeah, you know what happens when you drink a bunch of cheap rum. And so I got in some trouble on the beach in Santa mm. Cruz, and you turned into a pirate. Turned Obviously. into a pirate, and when I got sent to the galleys, as they say. <laughs> Wow. So uh, what, we asked this always on the show. What was the first concert you ever went to that was like someone famous? Not mm. not like local or you right, know, yeah. but like somebody that's like famous. Like a concert concert. Yeah. Like a real concert, right? I mean, I know I remember when I was little having a, a memory of going with my dad and my stepmom. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, which is the first one you went to? You were like, I want to go to this. Oh, like as a, as yeah. a functioning person. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Not like being dragged around somewhere. <laughs> um, shit, man. There's so many. Um, one that really stands out, I'd say about 14 or 15, we went and saw the Addicts. Um, we saw the Misfits, the Addicts. There and um, right. and there was an opening act. I can't remember who they Damn. were. That was out in Scottsdale. And nice. uh, oh my god, it put, they put on such a great show. They're like throwing uh, beach balls all around the crowd, like the addicts. And I think one of the Ramones was like in another, like Osaka pop star. I think was the name of the other group there. And um, it was just wild, like to see. You know, obviously it wasn't like all the original members of each group because like those right, are some right, old right. school bands. Right. But I was, my mind was freaking blown. You were fifteen man. and you went and saw the saw the Misfits and the Addicts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's see, that's that's, that's some nice. punk rock shit. There. I saw Danzig, I think, when I was probably around 15 or 16 and it's one of my favorite stories to tell because <laughs> there were a bunch like at that time the misfits was like you would buy their clothes at hot topic right, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And there were a bunch of kids from my high school that were there. My dad was super excited that I wanted to go see Danzig. He was like, fuck yeah, I'll buy you a ticket to Danzig. I'll drop wow. you off. Like, so I go. I'll give you the acid. <laughs> <laughs> just got to buy that. So I go and I was kind of like, I was a band nerd and I was like really awkward and just, I don't know. I, I think people would describe me as like, I, I don't know, just like weird and quiet and my biggest crush was the only other person standing at the stage because all the kids wearing misfit shirts like did not know who Danzig was. Oh wow, that's awkward. And I looked over and I was like, "Oh my god, hi!" I almost said his name. His name was Richard. And I looked over and I was like, "Hi!" And he's like, "Do I know you?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I've met you like three hundred times." And I was like, "No, I'm Holly. We go to school <laughs> together, though." And he hung out with me all night, and he thought it was so cool. And I was a big Danzig fan. And then I saw him at school the next day, and he did not remember who I was. Oh, it was so sad. Burn. He's like, "Get away from me!" <laughs> <Ouch. laughs> he really it's was. Like Et is like out. Yes, exactly. Oh, that sucks. But it was. I got to touch Danzig's hand. So that was cool. Well, that's because he's little. Badass. He's very close he's, to the stage. Yeah. He, yeah he, <laughs> well, he's like five foot five or something. I, I, was, no, I don't think he's that tall. I just tall, remember reaching my hand out and he grabbed it. And I was Let's like, see. Oh. How tall is Danzig? Well, I mean, if you're only like, there's only two people next to this. I know, right? He's like, <laughs> the dude or the girl? I guess I'll, I'll pick her hand. There we go. Five foot three. Yeah, he's short. So he's yeah. your height. He, he's a little taller than me. Five foot three. Uh yeah, th that was probably one of my greatest nights of my life until the next morning when my my you, crush didn't uh, remember ow. who I was. When he when he crushed you. <laughs> Did you remind him that your name was Holly and that you like Danzig? Yeah, and he was like, "Damn, cool." He's like, "Good for you, nerd." Then, <clears throat> uh, he came to one of my comedy shows a couple years ago oh. and tried to come up to me because he returned the favor. And I, I was like, "I'm sorry, I don't know who you are." Oh, snap. You were. I don't know who you were. I don't, know, okay. who turns, I don't know who you are. And then he turns around and, and then you're all, Dantic. And he's like, what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Don't know you. I don't know who the fuck you are, asshole. Oh, my God. Asshole. Yeah, see, because when I was out there, I saw it with, uh, it was Jerry only, right? Oh, it like yeah. It's like a whole different thing. And I was like, the Jerry only camp and the yeah. Danzig camp. I'm the Danzig camp. I'm the for Danzig sure. camp. I was yeah. raised on that music. I mean, so. I think they look amazing. The, uh, their stage presence looks awesome, but, yeah. you know, these big tall dudes with the, the front, like minus Danzig is a short dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, like then, you imagine being filming the concert, and you're like, okay, I've got to film you guys all in one frame. You two guys are like six foot eight, and sir, you you're. You, know, <laughs> you have to stand really, really far back. Yeah, can you guys stand farther back? You know, like all the way as far back as you can go. Do you ever think Danzig would like jump on Jerry Only's shoulders and probably be like, who run Baja Town? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be, yeah. That'd be funny, right? <laughs> I don't know. That's just my thing. So you play around town. Like, I've seen you play in Corrales. I've seen you play in Old Town. I've seen you play downtown. And do you tailor, like, your set to the different areas of town? Yeah, well, I mean, um, it kind of depends on what kind of show I'm doing, right? So as a singer-songwriter, I write songs, and so I always try to, like, go to places where I can play music that I write. But a lot of times I'm playing these brewery gigs and, and parties, and so a lot of times it's like being the jukebox, right? And people want to hear songs that they know. Wagon wheel. Yeah, like wagon wheel, exactly. And so, yeah, it really depends. I mean, like, when I play in Corrales, like, Corrales is kind of known for, like, 
a slightly older demographic. So I play a lot of old music out there. Rich and people, people love it. Yeah, whatever, you know. So rich people. You know, I'm out there playing Bob Dylan, which I would play no matter where I go. But yeah. you know, I I probably extra Dylan. I, I start to put on the ding. <laughs> um, Did you see all my Dylan artwork in the house? I didn't get a chance to really walk around. Oh, but I'm, sorry, yeah. I know that you're a big fan. So yeah, I'm a big fan. I, I like how we have that in common. Yeah. And then I love Dylan. It's it's very generational, you know. And then like last night, I played a 40th birthday party, and so they wanted you know more like 80s music, and they want like Journey, and they want like The Cure. Yeah. So luckily, Smiths. I have yeah the Smiths. I have like even though like I used to play a lot of Smiths and like one of my favorite bands, and then like started learning more about Morrissey as a person. I'm just kind of uh, fuck. You kind of suck. He's yeah. a yeah, he's a shit human he's nowadays. He's kind of a piece of shit. Does not yeah. keep me from playing that music nonstop at my job. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think somebody's got to separate the because, like, the Smiths was not just Morrissey, right? It was also right. like the whole band, and then he went on and did his own thing. But yeah, um, so yeah, yeah it's just really you got to be. I got to adapt myself. Like sometimes, like last night, a lot of people wanted country too, so I got I got down and dirty with the country. George Strait. They really wanted George Strait. Oh, hell yeah. I love George Strait. I wish you to play like the other night. Whenever I saw you, say Friday night, you did Amarillo by Morning, which is. Uh, you know, it's a staple. Yeah. That's a George Strait one. And, you know, I saw some people roll their eyes and I was like, you know what? Do that again, asshole. <laughs> Do it again. I'll punch you. I don't care face. what his politics are. George Strait. George Strait is a national treasure. <laughs> he really is. I yeah. mean, like. He's, he's George Strait. Yeah. And yeah. And uh, Billy is actually going to do George Strait for Night of Living Cover Band. What? Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, I just saw a TikTok yesterday that was like a. It's so I follow this old lady. She's like a farmer and she's adorable. Is, I she, love on, her. Uh, is she on farmersonly.com? She probably, I mean, <laughs> I bet that girl, I bet she doesn't farmers. need farmers only. Oh. I think she gets it. But uh, she, she got so upset because there was a young girl. They were like, who's the king of country, George Strait or Hunter Hayes? And the girl was like, Hunter Hayes. Who in the fuck that is? I had to look him up. And Wait, hold, it, on. hold the fuck on here. Like well, George Strait slaps, and Hunter Hayes is kind of meh. I have to go look I mean, this I, up. I, I, when I think of Hunter, the name, I think of Hunter Biden, you know, because I don't shut up about that mm. shit. Right. Let's see here. Hold on. <laughs> okay. This is a song called AA. Oh, God. See, already, like. This, this is Walker Hayes. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> Oh, well, maybe it is maybe Walker Hayes. Oh, there's a hunter. Oh, there's yeah, a hunter. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm all... this is called "I Want Crazy." Oh my god, this is not going to be good, guys. You know, I let's kick it to the song. I don't know. Walker Hayes wasn't bad though. I mean, the two seconds. Mm. Yeah, this is it. She thinks this is the king of country. Myself, I guess not even wearing a cowboy done, hat. Done. Done. Uh-uh. That, that's all no. I could do. Uh-uh. And so this that's all like. I could do farmer lady was was so mad and she she lost i got into a fight with my family because they were like garth brooks is better than george Strait," and i said you're out of your fucking mind in my mind they're kind of equalish like Mm -hmm. like but george Strait always wins guess what george Strait didn't do a Chris a Gaines. Gaines. That's okay. what he did I got well, it. So one interesting thing about George <laughs> Strait that um, like he's a great singer, but he, from what I understand, like he doesn't write the actual song. He didn't write Emerald by Morning for sure. I think like mo- like ninety percent, mm. maybe more. Like he like he Let's writes see. he sings songs that are written for okay. by other. Yeah, I feel like him. a lot of country stuff. Well, that's that's that, like though. that's like Willie Nelson too on a lot of his too, because Billy Joe Shaver was like the guy that wrote like a lot of those songs for all those guys. Uh, I still love the Spice Girls. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, the Backstreet Boys were here last night. That's right. They were. I'm so sad. I'm really see, they need to be like the Backstreet Men yeah. now. I mean, come on. Well, that's true. No, they'll always be the Backstreet Boys in my heart. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> okay, here we go. A complete list of all the songs George Strait actually wrote. There's like He's nine. so handsome. <laughs> I can't I can't see Texas from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, every little honky tonk bar. So far, none of these are the. No. I believe. Let it go. Out of sight, out of mind. Living for the night. Uh, none of these are bangers. None of the bangers. Yeah. <laughs> House yeah. across the bay. Oof. Maybe he just doesn't Still. excel at writing songs. Well, guys. what about Garth Brooks? Did he write all of his stuff? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I I love. Garth yeah, like Brooks literally none of these. Yeah. None of the sing one with Willie. That's like, but that's still like a B side, right? And the, also, it was written with Willie. Huh. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah. the weight of the badge. But I think it's like, it's his presence what yeah. wins, yes. right? He's just Look like, at him. I mean, I thought, so, like, speaking of childhood memories, yeah. is I used to watch that. What's that? George Strait freaking movie. Pure Country. Pure Country. Pure I, country. Mean, I mean, I never saw it 30,000 times. <laughs> yeah. It was like a childhood movie. My dad is a rodeo cowboy. And, so, oh, no kidding. Yeah. So that was like my dad's, like, that's well, like his autobiography yeah. in, in movie form. Right. Well, right. what I love about that movie is, is like, you know, he, he goes, you know, he gets tired of the, the fame and all the, all the hubbub. Yeah. So he goes and he's like living on that ranch and he's like, teach me how to, how to, how to rope. And like in real life, he's like an amazing roper. Yes. I don't think he can do it as much anymore because of his arthritis and all yeah. that. But yeah. I just thought it was really funny. They're like, all right, well, what can you do? He's like, I can rope. They're like, all right, you're going to be, you're going to learn how to rope in the movie. So <laughs> I love that movie though. That movie is so good. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, what was his name? Dusty. That was his yeah, name. Dusty. And, Dusty. And the great part too is like, um, the guy who, uh, it, like, is the imposter, Dusty, that guy <laughs> grew up to be co the coach on Friday Night Lights. Uh, uh, Kyle, how was his name? But, yeah, and so, like, I remember the first time I saw Friday Night Lights, the TV show, I was like, it's Dusty. <laughs> it's Dusty. <laughs> Not the real Dusty. I forgot there was the imposter part of that. Yeah. Movie. One of my oh, first God. childhood memories, so I was obsessed with Garth Brooks when I was little, mm -hmm. and I loved the song, The Thunder Rolls. Thunder oh. Rolls. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Right? But my parents loved to tell everybody that I, I sang it, The Thunder Roars, and uh. they would hear me in the back seat just singing Roars, and my dad one day was like, no, 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 it's Rolls. I'm like, Dad, that doesn't make any sense. Thunder Roars. Obviously, you know that kind of because I that, didn't. Uh, yeah, you know, I was like, "What do you mean it rolls? That's it's I not mean, a ball." It's kind of a good point, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of a good point, Garth. So they like to uh, they like to bring that up quite often. <laughs> and and that, that song's like all about domestic violence. It really Fidelity, is. Yeah, like, I'm like, thanks guys for exposing me to that. I liked that in Achy mm. Breaky Heart when I was three. Oh, so. wow. God. Couldn't help it. It was everywhere when yeah, I was little. Yeah. That was the song. That So it was that song and the fucking Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> like, the, right around the, I feel like around the same. Jeez. They, they all just mashed together in my anger. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like, like, please, for the love of God, you just stop. lump them all together. Yeah, somehow the Macarena's in there as well. You're all oh. naked. Uh, yeah, like every wedding you go to, yeah. And what's that? What's that one with Psy, the Gangnam Style? Oh, oh Gangnam Style. I love that song, and it will never get old. Oh God! <laughs> I made the mistake of showing Danny that song. Oh no! And now she loves oh. it. Does she know how to do the dance yet? I'm working on it. Okay. I'm working on it. I we have all summer. You oh, know what man. I mean? Uh, yeah. Th this is when you do it so that they tire out from the heat. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. No, I've just been trying to find the best way for her to fall asleep at bedtime. Oh, wow. 
I've also been saying yes to the tablet a lot more than I used to. Oh, man. Like, yeah, go play on your tablet. Can I do the, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't even say what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I comfort myself uh-huh. by saying that a lot of the stuff she plays is actually good for her brain. Uh, it's a hentai puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, I heard puzzle. Whatever. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, it's you do you. I don't you care. Do you. That's oh, the kind of mom uh, I was prepping her for what we all have our mini tablets. And we're just like, we're able to sing all day. Well, one day she did make that point. She's very smart because I was like, ah, you've been on your tablet too much. She's like, are you going to put your phone down? And I was like, fair oh, enough. That's, oh, that's some shit right there. It's some that's bullshit. That's some bullshit right there. <laughs> I'd be all, get the fuck out of the living room right now. <laughs> and someone's, you talk to a kid that way? Do you hear what she fucking said to me? Some <laughs> bullshit right there. Now, look, there are, you know what? I... Lately, when I lose my temper, I haven't, like, get away from me. You know, I just tell her, get away. Yeah. Because here's the thing. That is way nicer than what's yeah. going to come out of my mouth. They're all, I can't believe what you said to that kid. Uh, she just put my life into perspective. Go fuck <laughs> right. yourself. Have you have you tried, like, getting, like, uh, an actual book and just, like, cutting out indentations <laughs> of your phone so no. you appear to be reading yeah. all the time? No. Huh. That's weird. Um, I, have a, I have a question for Justin. <laughs> so... I'm, I have no, I have no problem saying you're like, you're like a, you're a good looking man. Oh fuck. You know? So I, I always feel like these, these places you play, there's these, there's probably like these middle-aged women that hit on you. Does that happen more often than not? Yeah. And luckily, I mean, <laughs> I'm very fortunate. It's always in like a more of an innocent way than anything. Like don't have like any like straight up creeps that are like oh, you know, wow. trying to pull anything, but yeah, it's just always like, you know, just, yeah, it's, it's, I'm not gonna even say an age, but yeah, that age of women yeah. because I don't know what it is. It's something about playing like that style of music and playing in that sort of environment where it is is just like I just have this following. Yeah. Of like yeah. of like I'm over there Friday and you'll have <laughs> these women just walk up. He's playing. Yeah. He's got his guitar strapped on. Uh-huh. He's got his he's playing. And they're like walking up while he's singing and they're talking into his ear. And I'm like, who thinks that that's a good idea to do? Old people. Well, so, yeah. so that I think I remember what you're talking. So there, that there was, was there was more than one. There was well, more so there one. was one particular instance where people yeah. sometimes like uh, a friend of mine came up mm-hmm. and wanted to just like sing back up, but like yeah. without without like us really like planning to do right. that. And so I was like, okay. And I'm like, also, I want to make your day and like let's sing back up. It was freaking wagon wheel. Yeah, it was wagon wheel. But you're but you're, <laughs> you're way nicer than I am. Way nicer than I am. Because like that would be like uh you know like. Someone's just going to walk up and sing backup vocals. It's like, this isn't karaoke night. This yeah. is me singing to make money. And, you know, but then there was someone that was like, and you said that they were, you know, whatever. But like someone came up and asked you to sing happy birthday. And I still feel like they should have tipped you for that. Because oh, he did. God. You did do it. You did do it. Do you yeah. Know? And, and in the defense of those people, too, mm-hmm. it was like with the group, with the owner. And like that group did tip very well. I don't okay. think even like in that moment. But yeah, it's like, yeah, like. It's kind of the juke. Like if people come and yeah. ask for a song, if you want me to play a specific song, you better be prepared to pay for that song. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean, like, and people kept like, like it was really awesome how you handled it at the end. You're like, well, my a lot of time is finished. So if you would like for me to keep playing, uh, just put some credits in the jukebox via my box over here. <laughs> and all of a sudden, people are like, oh, okay, I'd like for you to keep keep playing. And then run up and put money. Now, what would happen if you said that and no one came up putting money? I would, I would freaking end the show, man. Right. My times, you know, I'm. My time's yeah. up, and I, yeah. Would you I mean, feel bad? Would you feel shame for yourself? 
No, not fucking no. all, man. All it's right. like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> like I, I already played. I've been I playing three had... hours already. I would have like... felt shame for you. I'd been like, they don't like you. <laughs> well, see, it would have been, been shameful in the sense that, man, nobody wants me to keep going. Right. Right? And, and, and don't get me wrong. It's not like yeah. that has never not happened. Oh, of right? course. Like, sometimes you're just over it. And like, yeah. It just depends. And that's it's what's like this uh, business or this industry yeah. is so crazy because you have nights where like I've had nights where I played like that. Where it's like f- yeah. full energy and people are coming up and singing and like dropping bills into the box. And then I have yeah. other nights I've gone to places and there's like freaking three people. Yeah, that, just, that is you know, what it is. You play, yeah. you play the same gusto. You play the same. Yeah, we've been there. Oh, we've done I've live shows. There. Yeah, oh, Holly's yeah. a comedian. She's she you know, she goes and there's two people. Oh, I've I've done shows to know people and I'm like, what do we do? Practice. And, uh they're like, you just talk to yourself, I guess. Uh I have had uh we did a show a few years ago when uh Zulos was open. Oh and we yeah. did this show, some comedian came up with this idea that they were gonna play like sexy music behind us and we were gonna do jokes over that. And um I had this joke about like and I stopped telling this joke because this particular instance creeped me out so much. But this guy came up while I was telling a joke where I was like, I, I'm really into older men. And this old guy, I mean old. And the video is somewhere on my Instagram. Old, old, old came up and he was like, I'll rock your world. Oh God. Like right uh, in my ear. Uh, and I was like, Ugh. Um, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's... And he didn't tip me because here's the deal. When people see comedy, I don't know if they just assume that we're getting yeah. paid, but most of the time we're not. Oh, boy. And I was just – and then he came and found me because he thought I enjoyed it because I made jokes about it because what the fuck else was I going to do? Um, it was – that was – and that guy came to every show I had uh, for like a year. You should do like a thing called comedy busking. <laughs> and then you like yeah you're like well you're either out on the street or you, or you you put a tip thing out there and yeah. you're like you're like telling jokes and then you're like you know what kind of joke would you like to hear and then better do and you tell it i mean that's tough i to do, thought but about it comedy busky but oh, the only problem is insane. sounds insane it sounds like mm-hmm. people here's the problem you with just that. do crowd work the whole time here's the problem with that yeah people feel entitled yes. so there are people who will just buy a ticket to a comedy show and feel entitled to heckle. So could you imagine if I was like, what kind of joke do you want to hear? And then they pay me, then they feel completely entitled to just be horrible. Boy, your, 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 your heckler game would be on point after doing that for a year. Although I'm getting pretty good because, because uh, some people have come to founders that are just pieces of shit. Oh yeah. And so I feel like hosting, I've gotten more practice because it's kind of my job to shut them down. Yeah. I like to call people baby dicks. Men don't like that at all. I I can imagine. (laughs) I'd roll with it. I know, right? (laughs) Look at that, buddy. Do you ever get, do you ever get heckle playing music? Not very often. Luckily, I haven't had many of those situations. I mean, you have annoying drunk people. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's heckling. Yeah. So, they're, but I they're mean, all, they're all wagon wheel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, free bird. Free bird. Yeah. I think what the mo- most I get is just like requests for the most random songs, and I'm yeah. like, bro, I, I'm not gonna know that song. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like the free bird heckler. Oh yeah, that's it, the fucking one. It, it thinks that they're the funniest until you actually go, all right, I'll play free bird, and then they're like. Wish you wouldn't have done that. There was a kid in high school that his nickname became Freebird 
because some people thought it was real funny and he didn't know what Freebird was because people would walk by and be like, Freebird, uh, because he was just trying to like play his guitar. He was super sweet. I loved him. But uh, he was so cool because he just rolled with it. And then he learned how to play it like seven different ways. <laughs> yes. And he would just kill the fuck out of Freebird. So he just embraced it and his nickname was Freebird. I think people still call him Freebird or FB. Yeah. I feel like the best band I've ever seen tackle the Freebird wagon wheel thing <laughs> was the Porter Draw mm. back in the heyday when they they're still around, but back in the heyday when they were like full throttle and Russ was with the band, they'd play a big show and they'd have a little sign right by the the main microphone and it said uh, uh, wagon wheel one hundred dollar tip, <laughs> Freebird two hundred and fifty dollar tip, That's and they're perfect. you know hey you want us to play it yeah absolutely we'll do it but we will do it and weirdly enough they would get wagon wheel from time to time wow yep. like, we'll hundred bucks a it. hundred bucks it's a good so- the original is a mm-hmm. good song yeah old Darius Crow. record nah, but oh, yeah. old, Crow, old Crow Medicine show yes I love Old Crow Medicine and then the original tune is from Dylan yeah you yeah. guys sent it to them so, and they like wrote it co wrote yeah. it um. I've been to places though, like I went to a place up in Trinidad called the Dad Lounge. Yeah, the Dad Lounge, yeah. And they actually have a sign up on the stage that says two things. It says no wagon wheel and no sublime. Oh. Oh. So they're very adamant about that. Okay. So I grew up in eastern New Mexico. Uh, Billy, my roommate, who used to be co host of the show, both he and I love sublime. Now, like you would go to, (laughs) there you go. So you would go to a party in, in Portales, New Mexico in the 90s. You were going to hear either an entire Sublime album, yeah, or there would be several Sublime songs peppered throughout the evening. Most of the time, it'd be a full album because just you know, you didn't have Spotify in those days. It was just like whatever. So we move up here. You play, you go to a party, you play that. People fucking shit the bed. <laughs> they get pissed. Like it's like it shocks me. It's like why do people hate it so much, Smiley? Um, well, I never liked it. Okay, fair enough. Okay. And you play, you play, Justin, you play a fair amount of Sublime. Um, I mainly play um, Badfish, actually. I mean, a little, I, I can play Sensory. Uh, Badfish is great, though. But I, and yeah. I try to do it. And see, the thing about the covers that I play, I try to play them, like, I, I suit them to my style. So it's like Sunset yeah. but it's almost like, it's not like Sublime playing. Well, and, you, and you'll change the words, words too. Badfish. Yeah, yeah. And I'll mess around, change words. Because I filmed it. Weird... I, I sent it to the band, so they're going to be talking <laughs> to you soon. But uh... I'm, a, I'm a weird person where, like, I'm just indifferent to Sublime. I yeah. don't hate them, but I don't really it, it, like them. It, it's really good memories for me. They have that one song about his dog that I really enjoy. You mean all of them? No, no, there's a very specific one that I can't think of the name of, and I'm obsessed with that one. Because the dog's name is Lou Dog. Lou Dog. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But I just, I don't know. I don't, I've never understood people who are like, it's sublime. Because like Lou Dog, they they, they reference Lou Dog in like 75% of their music. Yeah. There's one song that I really enjoy from them, and then the rest of it I'm just kind of meh on. I remember the first time I ever heard um, Caress Me Down. Oh my god! And I hate uh, that song. so uh, my my friend and I went to go pick up the. We, we were working at Tasty Freeze, in Portales, and we went to go pick up one of our coworkers to go to a party with us, and she was still getting ready. And we walk in, and like that's playing, and I'm like, and I look at my friend, I'm like, what in the fuck is this? Because like, it's like, because it's like this girl's house, and it's like the most pornographic song that right, I've yeah. ever heard. You know, uh, "Caress Me Down" isn't the one that I hate. It's the. Uh, yeah. 
uh, what it not the right way or the uh, wrong way. The wrong way. I that is the only one that I am not indifferent on. I just think that song is disgusting. Well, it's I mean, and I get it, but also he's taking her like, out of this situation where she's like getting. Yeah, sure, but do we do we need to hear that on the radio all the time? No, mm. I don't think so. Well, I mean, yeah. they, they won't play Caress Me Down on the radio because that song's fucking... <laughs> you know. Pull out the mushroom tip, bro. Right, right. <laughs> like, I love that part where, okay, so the, so there's a lot of Spanish in the song. And I remember working at Domino's when I was in, in college, and I knew what it said. And there was this girl from Mexico, and I was like, you speak Spanish, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, can you translate this song oh, for me? God. So she starts doing it. And there's like a part that says, he says, me gusta mi reggae, me gusta punk rock. Yeah. And then I can't remember what he says in Spanish, but basically said, but what I love the most is pussy. Is, yeah. what, is what the song. And like, she's like, she's like, I love reggae. I love punk rock. And then he keeps going. She goes, oh, oh. And I was like, I was like, what? What did he say? And I, and I knew, I knew. <laughs> I just did it on purpose. I mean, who doesn't love pussy? <laughs> right. That's true, that. Me gusta mi reggae. Yeah. Mm. But there's you know, just something about the tempo. No, no, no. Of pussy? No, there's, there's something about the tempo of Sublime. It actually took me years yeah. to figure out what the band's actual name was because I'd just hear it and like just fucking a red rage would come over. You me. just thought it was three eleven. I, I just wanted to like hit people. Like I don't know. I just I, I, just, I don't like and I music. I pull out my gun. No, sorry. <laughs> I don't like music that makes me angry. Oh, that's, and I, Sublime just makes me angry. I assume like, you hate instantly. three eleven as well. Yeah. Who's that? Nah. Uh, Amber is the color of your energy. That's the number you call for yeah. uh, help with the city. Yeah. <laughs> Something. No, no, is that like the mental health services line now? Right? What, what trips me out too is like is like with Sublime, like there's so much early music where they're playing like with Win Stefani. Yes. Like, and you're like, what a weird you like. Know, you know what? So I, I am a huge Gwen Stefani fan, okay? From mm-hmm. before she turned into a pop star. I was really, really, really into like ska and stuff. Back in the day, you still have your Tragic Kingdom record. I have what? Tragic Kingdom. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But so the cool thing about Gwen, she used to be really fucking cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I now mean, you can't she's... be cool when you're married to Blake Shelton, right? Are they married? Yeah, they're married. They're married. Right? They're married. Apparently, they're having trouble. Um, if the uh, grocery <laughs> store magazines can be believed. Oh, thank God. <laughs> He's all <laughs> honey. <laughs> Those people don't deserve to be happy. I'm sorry. What? Your smoking lamp <laughs> spilled all over the table. <laughs> Your smoking lamp. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Blake Shelton's music. He, and I don't think I, I You know what? Him. He has a couple songs that I will go yeah. with. Okay. I'm not embarrassed. What's his? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he drinks a lot. I don't know. He seems so, fine. Uh, Justin, what? so like, what's your favorite place to play? Like, mm. where's your home base? Where's your, you walk in and you're like, oh, I love playing here. Man, I mean, I'm still uh, getting to know a lot of places in town, but I mean, we did just go through where, and we still kind of technically are in this huge pandemic. Yeah. And one place I've always been happy to play at is Casa Vieja and Kraus. You were there the other day. I know it's not necessarily your no. scene. Oh no, no, uh, don't say that, man. I'm, 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 man, I wish I had known. I live right yeah. up you there. You live over there. I, oh, uh, I, I have no. You have to understand me, man. So, you know, people don't understand that I can float in and out of many different crowds of people. Yes. And I, you know, I may or may not like the people, but I can still, <laughs> I can still do it. And uh, I thought the beer was very good. That's great. I place, thought the man. environment was very good. Um, I mean, you know, some people, you know, they use their nose to aim at you, but, you know, they look down a little bit. They're like, meh. And that's fine. They <laughs> oh, can that's do that. That's all of Corrales. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, and 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 going back to kind of the initial point was that during the pandemic, like that was the only place I was able to play music. Yeah. Wow. Like literally for like two years because like they had uh, a, they had a patio. Right. And yeah. especially during you guys remember when like you couldn't go inside anywhere you could yes. literally just chill on patios mm-hmm. even if it was like December and twenty degrees like that was the place you could go. That's cool. And they were still allowing us to play music and like That's it was awesome. cool. And so yeah, it just became like a family of just like yeah. like an incubator for the music. And then like now that we're coming out of it, it's like yeah, I'm going to the place in Old Town Outpost and Noisy Water Winery and all these different places, Tractor and Marble, but yeah. I mean, that's kind of the place I keep playing, man. So you're a member of the the Monsoon Music Collective. Uh, we've had Jimmy on the show, Jimmy Climbs Music. Yes. Uh, we've had Abel on the show, LaMelo. And then now you. Can you tell us a little bit, like, how does this, this collective work? Because you guys, I got invited to, it was what, last weekend? The party, yeah. Yeah. And there was this party on the west side. I didn't which, get invited to. I know. It was secret. I got invited. It was actually a secret. It was a secret thing. I got invited the day before. Wow. And so I already had a birthday party to go to. And I was like, well, yeah, you can dip out early. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, it was my friend Gemma and my friend uh, Jesse's birthday. It was a, a dual birthday. So I, 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 I go out the there and I was, I have to say, <laughs> I was really impressed. Ouch. So I go out there. You got to check this out, Holly. I yeah. go out there and it's at this guy. Uh, is it? Is it? Is Josue. it Josue? Yeah. Josue. Yeah, don't and, call him uh, Jose. He'll get pissed. No, 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 no. I, I said it. Yeah, you I, did. You did. But that's a common thing. That no, no. I, 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 you said it. You, you, you called him out on Friday. I walked over, said hello to him, and I said his name. And he goes, wow, you said it You said it pretty well, except you didn't throw in the accent. Josue. Josue. Yeah. And uh, it was at his house. And like they have this big backyard with a pergola. And you have all these different bands. Like how many bands are in or how many different artists are in this this collective? <sighs> Uh, well, so first I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I'd say newer to the collective. Yeah. So I, I, I don't necessarily feel like I'm probably the best person to ask, right. um, how many, like, cause it's, it, it depends. Yeah. Cause there's, it's, it's, it's well, not like there's a membership card that you no, get all no, of a no, sudden no, that no, comes no. in the mail. But so. it's like, it's like JD Nash, yeah, JD Nash, uh, Jimmy Climbs, Jimmy Climbs, yeah. Edgar Wonder, Edgar Wonder. Um, um, who was the guy that played the first set? Uh, uh Micah Thunder, Micah Thunder, also, yeah, yeah. A big part of that. And, and like, in like, it's really refreshing. I have to tell you, being being around the Albuquerque, Willa music, J, I want to say Willa J, being around the Albuquerque music scene for like 15 years. It's really refreshing to see like a group of musicians and artists because it was it's not not all just musicians. Mm-hmm. There's like because uh, you guys there's also like a a, a lady who does like uh, uh, out costumes and everything for people. Angelique, Angelique, yeah, she, yeah. we are well does her yeah. brand, which is super rad. Yeah, and so like it's really amazing to see like just a group of individuals like a, like a bunch who literally just like don't seem to have ego. They put it all aside. They help each other out. And like someone brought the PA, someone brought a drum, set of drums, someone uh, was doing sound and then someone cooked. There was like tacos and all this yeah, food. That's awesome. And like, and then like, and then like the, there was people setting up kind of a red carpet area Aww. for photographs. Yeah. The photo booth. <laughs> and, and I, and I, they, they took pictures of me. I thought that was really cool. And it's just this really amazing like thing where people are like really like, helping each other out like they're yeah. like hey how do we all do this as a group and it was really cool like i left early and then i saw pictures of later and i was like fuck i wish i wouldn't have left but right. i you know sometimes you have to be in more places than you want to be yeah. you know? i feel so. that man no i it's it's i'm really happy to be working yeah. with all those wonderful people it's like so many 
diverse talents and not just musical, but in, in just a creative aspect in general. And um, what makes it great is that by ourselves, we can all do some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But together we're able to do really, really cool stuff. Yeah. And like, and some are you people listening are Albuquerque comedy community. Right. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it should be applied more, but, but it's, it's like you said, the ego thing comes up and, um, and, and it's and, nice to be in a, uh, yeah. organization doesn't have that huge issue and you see far. and you see like a lot of like cross-pollination like mm-hmm. somebody's like oh you want me to um, i'm gonna come out and play you know do you want me to come and play bass with you or guitar sure cool like yeah okay and like yeah like i was talking to edgar and he's like oh i'm gonna roll up and play like we, when i went to one of the uh, your show you guys did at marble and he's like oh i gotta go play guitar i think he played guitar with you is that right so yeah so he and i played a tractor together and so that's the thing is like several members are mm-hmm. in like a few different bands. Like low, yeah. like Abel is also in Jimmy's band as the bassist right. alongside having yeah. his own band. Edgar's in like three or four different right. bands with JD Nash and a couple other people. Yeah. He plays, we're actually working on a track right now together, um, doing some producing. So it's like, yeah, it's like you said, cross pollinating is the perfect yeah. way to describe it. It's pretty interesting. And That's it's like, so cool. in like, I, I, and then I'll, I'll, I'll like, we were talking about you guys last night. I was at a, I was at a party, a birthday party again. And I was with a bunch of musicians and we were talking about you guys. And I was like saying all this stuff. And they're like, huh, that they were like, all like, wow. All right. That's really interesting. Um, and then that guy, Stu, was he was bringing you up too. he he was he was pretty uh, impressed by you on, so, on Friday. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. But that's a big thing, though. Like, you oh, know, to be. Yes. Because like yes. Actually, it kind of is cause all that <laughs> oh. guy does is talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, but also I'm glad you said it. But, but also yeah. but also he's Joe's like right hand man. Yes. No, Stu is one of one of those people that like until you get to know him, you don't understand. But like he's probably the pickiest person I've ever met when it comes to music or comedy. Oh, he didn't like he didn't like when you would uh, say the wrong person for the for this. He didn't like my jokes. He he said he said it was funny. But then you did it too much. Okay. So, yeah. But that. <laughs> but, but but again, I, I thought it was funny but every time. Again, I thought stew. it was funny. Every well, because time. the cool thing about those jokes is that like, the art of performing at a brewery is that mm-hmm. you, like there's so many competing interests for attention. Right? People yes. are talking to each other. There's drinks. That's there's where a I lot got of it. stuff. So you got to say something that like because if you just say oh that was uh, Amarillo by Morning by George Strait, everyone's like okay cool whatever the fuck. I'm yeah. And then you're like that's Amarillo by Morning by Boy George and like what that's yeah. not by the yeah. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> I I caught what you were doing. Yeah. But like that he was like he, he, but it stuck with him. But also it stuck with him. Right. You gotta understand that. That's not bad. So just because yeah. it annoys still yeah. doesn't mean it's a bad thing. But like you don't you don't know who Joe Anderson is? Like really? He's like no, I know, but like he's the guy. Like he, the only the only bar downtown he doesn't book for is Sister Bar. Okay. Like, and every every venue he he runs or owns. I think that's probably the only bar yeah. I've played at downtown at Sister <laughs> <Really>? Bar. <laughs> but I mean, you know, inside out, like you know, the good person knows Barney, but like, you know. Yeah. If Joe, if Joe, yeah, I always thought, I've always heard Barney. I know Barney, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, Barney's, but Joe, uh, it's funny because, like, the thing about Joe is, is like, you know, he's you know, okay not to know about Joe, it is, yeah, and it isn't, okay. but like, I think that would make Joe very happy, he, right? He, he, doesn't, yeah, he doesn't want you to know who he is. <laughs> if you didn't know who he was, he, I, I, I can see him like just and, beaming and, with and, joy, yeah. and because of that, I know his weakness, I know, you know, I, I got him, but he, you know, it's fun because, like, uh, Joe is like, whenever I first heard Joe Anderson, I, you know, and like the people would talk about him. This is well before he owned yeah, yeah. everything down there. And like, I always thought of him as like this short, fat, ball guy no. in a suit, greasy <laughs> uh-uh. as fuck. And he's like the opposite. He's like yeah. tall, lanky, 
wears t-shirts and cargo shorts and then a hat on backwards with a scruffy beard. Yeah. Why, looks, why are you you're like picking them out so people can like yeah. find them? I know, right? it's, fine. Why? it's fine. He loves it. And then like and then like I, I've I've introduced him to people and they're like, I thought that guy was the janitor because he was mopping oh, the floor in the launch no. pad. So here's my favorite story about Joe Anderson yeah. is I worked for Joe Anderson. I I would mm-hmm. bartend not bartended. I yeah. was like a beer girl, snack girl, whatever at Sunshine uh-huh. a million years ago. <laughs> and uh, my boss was like, hey, people are going to ask you for energy drinks or whatever. You need to run it by me first. I was like, okay, cool. So this guy who was sweeping the floor looks like a janitor <laughs> comes up and he's like, I need an energy drink, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, I'm going to have to talk to Sam first. <laughs> and he was like, okay, like totally cool about it. And then my manager came up and he was like, do you know who that is? And I was like, nope. nope. And he was like, that's Joe. He owns this place. (laughs) And I was like, oh, God, am I in trouble? And he goes, nope, you did your job. That's all I cared about. And And that's how he is, yeah. Like, I've seen him selling tickets or not selling tickets, checking tickets Mm -hmm. and polishing the railing outside of Launchpad when I'm like, Mm -hmm. Stum- I mean, I don't do this anymore, but when I used to stumble home, walk of shame downtown, I'd be like, oh, hey, Joe. I saw him. I saw him. I went to go pick up my car and he was pulling weed, yeah. pulling oh, yeah. weeds outside. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, man. That's and why he's like, so successful. And though. someone goes, well, that's because he doesn't want to pay someone to do it. I was no. like, exactly. yeah, because it's ex- you- fucking well, expensive. And not only that, but I, I think like as somebody who has very briefly worked for him, like you have to respect somebody who is willing to do the work. Yeah that he's expecting his employees to do. Right. Uh, and he's just, he's just the best. I think that's why he's so successful is he's willing to do the work yeah. that he's asking everybody else to do. So if there's a problem or there's something that needs to be taken care of, he just fucking does it. Uh, so yeah, uh, to transition, we're like actually kind of at the end of the first hour. So we're going to actually have to take a break here in a second. Can I tease uh, something for the second yeah. hour? I want to talk about... Barney Lopez's post from the other day. Ooh, I don't I know don't, if you saw it. I don't think I did if I don't know. It was spaghetti. asking about bands in oh. Albuquerque that we all miss. Yes. Oh, old bands. Yeah. Old bands. Yeah. And I, I put one in there. Um, and I'm, <laughs> one. I, actually, I actually like uh, I actually put the wrong name of a band in there. Oh, no. To, no, no. To annoy the person. Ah. To annoy the person who just had posted. Yeah, I but I want to talk about it because I think we all have yeah. different bands that we love and miss. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, I'll tease something for the second hour. We have Justin Nunez, singer songwriter on the show. He's going to come in the second hour and he's going to play uh, a song for us. Yay. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, very cool. So, Holly Ann, what do you have to promote? Uh, so, I actually have things. I'm very excited. So, tomorrow night, obviously, I will be at Founders doing my open mic thing. Um, I will post on my Instagram the password because they reset the password every week on Monday. So, it the password will be up on my Instagram at some point tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but huge thing uh we're having the opening week of desert heat comedy oh, yeah, club yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and uh so i will talk in the second hour about how i was selected for a show because it is fucking nuts uh but i will be performing on kurt fletcher's show because of course i will on june 26th uh, right after the show here so that's a sunday it's at 8 30 p.m at Dry heat. Mm-hmm. I said desert heat. I meant dry heat. Um, oh, I didn't even catch that. Too, yeah, right? it's dry heat. Comedy club um, is opening. 
We're so excited. Uh, but if you catch any of the shows that week, like mm-hmm. go on to hold my ticket, buy a ticket. They're selling fast because there's not a lot of seats in there. So if you want a ticket to a show, I think all the headliners are amazing. There's Amory Castillo, Jess Woods, Steph Darnell, uh, Kurt Fletcher, Buck D. Um, and uh, I think yeah. you should be like they have good air conditioning, and people are, <laughs> and people are like, yeah. "Oh, they do okay. have a working air conditioner." Nice. That's a plus. Um, a premium these so. days, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, but we're really, really excited that Sarah Kelly opened this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them. I'll be all. Did you, know, did you guys know that Holly Ann called your place dry heave comedy? <laughs> I did not say dry heave. I said, oh my. I'll God. just tell them that, and I'll be all. It's somewhere in the second hour. Go listen for it, and then they'll be like, we listened to the whole podcast, and she never said that. I was like, oh, that's my bad. That's anyway, bad. thanks for thanks for those stats. <laughs> no, I'm just be all fucked up. Just be a complete ass. Uh, as I am, as I am most days, <laughs> I want to tease for the second hour as well. It's Justin's first time on this show. Boop, boop, boop. And everybody knows what that means. Oh, snap. My lord. Yum. If it pleases me, lord. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my lord. Uh, Justin, what kind of, when, when can people go watch you play? Yeah, so I've got a few things coming up mm. uh, this Wednesday from three to five. Kind of a weird hour, but I'll be playing at Noisy Water Winery in Old Town. It sounds like a weird time, but my my friend Billy played there twice. Like he's played there, he did the last Wednesday, and I was like three to five. Yeah, and I left at four, and I got there. Place was packed. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and Adam Hooks, you know, a good buddy of mine, told me the same thing. He's like, it's three to five, but it's super great yeah. most of the time. And I went in there, and I hadn't been there before, and it's a really nice spot. Yeah. So and it, um, I, I go in, it's like middle-aged white ladies that don't work and like to my drink wine. Excuse bro. me. Wow. I, and, and like to drink wine during the day. <laughs> and then tourists. It's like packed, you know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good or bad. No, it's hey, great. That's when you that's sing La Bamba, bro. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have that one. And then Saturday after that, I'm playing at Perea's Tijuana Bar over in Corrales. So Ooh. that's a cool – if you haven't checked out that place, cool. it's, it's across the street from Casa Vieja, and the vibe is – they're both great places, but Perea's is different. They, try to, recreate, to they, they try to recreate Tijuana in a bar? Sure, we'll go with no, that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm not, not going to say anything tequila, else. Tequila, sexo, marijuana. Down Mexico yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Six to nine. Yeah. I always love playing over there. Uh, it's it's a good spot. And the bartender knows everything about all the drinks in all the world. So Nice. Wow. John Perea, man. I want mm. to go there okay. so bad. Okay. We should go, Chris. When is this? Uh, Saturday. Ooh. It's coming Saturday. Saturdays yeah. I have to sleep. Oh, no, Chris. Kidding. What time? Six to nine, man. It's an evening ah, show. Jeez. Okay. You can do it. It's way over there. He he. It's Pal Norte. You guys can. I know the gas is expensive. But you guys can take an Uber I, together. It's close man. to me. Oh yeah, you should live yeah. over there, Holly. So. I don't think people really. No. All right. The gas. We're done with. We'll talk about the gas later. <laughs> but um. Yeah. All right. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to think what I have. I think maybe there is something going on. My father-in-law will be here uh, next weekend, and he doesn't drink, so I might mm-hmm. need to escape and just go oh, sit there. Oh, so he can, he can drive us. Nice. There you go, DD Ooh, in the house. Nice. Thanks, Ooh, sir. And watch the kids. Let me see yeah. Let me see what I'm doing because um, uh, I feel like there's something going on. So we're going out of town Saturday. No, that is what it is. Oh, we're going camping. I didn't All get right. invited to that either. I could escape my father. Would you like to go camping? Well, yeah. now I can't. I mean, I literally already... found out about this like two days ago. Oh, okay. Fair I just found out last night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go up to, yeah. Okay. And it mines to escape life itself. Oh, man. I went camping okay. in Colorado recently. I know how it goes. That's where we're going. Antonito. 
Lucky bastard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously? Yes. I didn't even ask questions. (laughs) (laughs) Then he goes, can I bartend? I was like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good to me. I'm working on my my have bar will travel routine. Dude. Oh, nice. We'll we'll tease this. We got to talk about this dude's bar set up. Nice. At at a party last night. Um, So, okay. Uh, I don't really have anything to promote, but this show, which we do on Sundays. What's that? Sounds like we're going to have a great second. I mean, I would like to promote this... uh, this long drink. This is this is fantastic. This one is my favorite. The this cranberry is yeah. amazing. I love it. It's like you're welcome, kidneys. <laughs> uh, sure well, I mean, I have a few things to promote. Oh, sorry. Oh, 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 oh sorry. Uh, really? Well, other than my uh, ongoing uh, freelance bartending, <laughs> which yeah. I am uh, available for, uh, I'm I also work at the uh, Bird of Paradise uh, Discount Liquor on Gibson. Come watch me play because it is hilarious. It play? is so much. That's what it is. I get to play with booze, yeah. man. There are customers involved. Oh. And uh, uh, other than that, um, on the second season of Big Sky, watch that. That's still uh, ongoing. And yeah. on to you, Chris. Uh, Holly Ann, what, what, yeah, one more. Oh, I was just going to say, if you guys want to, uh, if you read newspapers and you want to yeah. buy a newspaper, uh, my first feature article is on the front page of the Rio Rancho Observer. Yay! Yes. Oh, Very nice. It's Hold on. a dollar. Uh, but, you know, uh, also watching me try and buy a newspaper today from one of those newspaper <laughs> things was pretty hilarious. Because I haven't done that in years. You're all, you're all, yeah, I was like, what is wrong with this? Did, your, like, did your knee pop after? Like, oh, my. <laughs> I was I, like, what is happening? I always feel like that's like the, that's like the worst vending option of all time yeah. as well for a newspaper you put in a quarter you can and, get all of them and they just they just want they just like hope you take one yeah you can take all of them but anyway if yeah. you right yeah it's a um, thing. i think you can access it online but i think you have to subscribe to it i don't know how that you, you works have to, you have to I'm do new. a short survey probably i don't know um but I took pictures and I like wrote a cool thing about my friend's pottery place nice it's in Corrales. it's called Hanselman's mm-hmm. um they're open 24 hours a day. You can what? read about it in my article. Okay. Well, so. don't, don't ruin it for us. <laughs> uh, we do this show most Sundays from 5 to 7 p.m. And uh, you can check us out on our YouTube channel. You can smash that like and subscribe, mm-hmm. as Bill used to say. You can add us on Instagram. You can add us on Twitter. I'm uh, working on our TikTok. Holly Ann is in charge of the TikTok. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else we have? Uh, when, whenever we, we definitely are drinking some long drinks, and you should as, be, as well. But dang it. Dang it. I, I almost it said it. I fucked it all up. Uh, with that, <laughs> we, we are 10 drink minimum. minimum. <laughs>
Would you like to come and run away with me? We can go where our hearts desire, anywhere we please. Let's grab a first ticket to anywhere but here. Let's leave our cares behind. Let's leave behind our fears. We'll find a place in this world makes us really feel alive. We don't have to rush it all because time is on our side. We want men for this world anywhere. Come on, let's just run away. Yeah. Let's just run away. Yeah. Let's just run away. Yeah. Let's just run away. Because who wants to slave away until the turn to dust? Life is so much more than doing what you must. We're placed on the set for such a short, short time. Wasting any part of it is not what I had in mind. We'll find a place in this world makes us really feel alive. We don't have to rush it off. Because time is on our side, we want men for this world anywhere. Come on, let's just run away. Yeah. Let's just run away. Yeah. Let's just run away. Yeah. Let's just run away. Set out tonight, my love. We're never coming back, never coming back. There's no wrong in leaving behind the place that makes us feel so goddamn bad. Meet you tomorrow under the old forgotten cottonwood, and from there we'll make our escape. In this world that makes us really feel alive, but we don't have to rush it all because time is on our side. We want men for this world anyway. Come on, let's just run away. Yeah, let's just run away. Yeah. Let's just run away. Let's just run away. Let's just run away. Woo! Justin Nunez. Dang! That was amazing. Yeah, you guys reset, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, that was fucking awesome. I mean, oh, let's see. There we go. Uh, I, I I thought that was pretty amazing, man. You, you're a great musician. I mean, I mean, you wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't have you on the show unless you were, you know. No, I appreciate you having me. On, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's been really interesting getting to know it because, like, um, I don't know. 
let Ollie put your guitar back and let Smiley come back over. Smiley can come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Did the dog? Did the dog come back in here? She yeah, she's. Yeah. So all right, all right. Um, but uh, I just want to, for everybody just tuning in, uh, this this episode of Tendrick Minimum is sponsored by Long Drink, the Finnish Long, Long Drink. Drink, and I have to say, big fan of this yeah. cranberry version. Big fan. I I love it. Mm. Anytime I play a song like that, I got to finish up with a long drink. Mm. <laughs> and it's funny because like they have one that's eight and a half, and we have it. That's I did, crazy. I, I didn't even bring it out. No. I mean, we'll get into that Heavy one. Heavy weaponry right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, that that's a thing now. Like, all these drinks are coming out, and they're like, we're going to do uh, eight and a half. <laughs> you know? <sighs> we're going to get these white ladies drunk real quick. It was like back when they came out with Four Loco, and they had the caffeine and everything in it. Oh, oh, oh God. Yeah. Four Loco. <laughs> uh, those are called the salad days. My, uh, my uh, friend tried to fight a dog one time. Yeah, because of that, it's all these stupid dogs like walking home, just uh, pulled out his knife. He's like, You want to bark at me some more? I was oh, like, geez. That's the four locos talking. Uh, so crazy. So, we teased this for the first hour, for the second hour, and I guess we're gonna get into this now. I want to talk about Malort a little for a bit for a second. Yeah, so they just announced they're gonna be in Minnesota, really. Yeah, they're expanding, they're expanding into Minnesota. So, on their Instagram page. <laughs> I like they on the one on the post for Minnesota and I wrote I went underneath and wrote please come to New Mexico if you do I will get a Malort tattoo uh, <laughs> now what they don't know is I already got it <laughs> there it is and they, and they were like and they answered they were like you drive a hard bargain <laughs> and so I want them to be like this guy's just gonna tattoo we, you know I don't think they're going to do that. But if they do, they'll be like, all right, get the tattoo. I'll be like, okay. And then I'll be like, oh, it's done. It's done. They'll be like, that it's healed done. very quickly. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a quick healer. <laughs> so, Justin, you've never, never tried this, yeah? Have you heard of Malort? So. Yeah, oh, no, no. Hold on. He just said, I don't believe so. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure so, you remember. What does that mean? That means no. 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 All right. Smiley, pour it. this. Do we have enough? Do we have enough shot glasses? Four. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, now, shit. here's where I want to <laughs> test. Here's where I want to test long drink i want to see if long drink is a good chaser chaser uh, okay. for more first of all there isn't i mean no for people out there who've never tried more everyone always does this oh i need a chaser because people seem to think they need a chaser for a shot in my life i've never been a person who chases a shot with anything because that's why you're doing the shot is you want to taste the yeah, feel yeah, terrible man. Well, it depends on the alcohol. It depends on if you're doing the right kind of alcohol. Yeah, it depends, yeah, man. Yeah, you know. But like here's here's a secret. Malort is not an alcohol you chase with. No. Because it's oily and you're just gonna spread it around and make it worse. Yeah. It's like COVID. Jesus. It's like it's COVID. Like COVID. <laughs> it's like Malort. <laughs> it's like COVID. <laughs> the, the COVID of liquor. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> they would love that, I bet. That well, because they advertise how horrible. Yeah, their their advertisement is based around how bad it is. So <laughs> one of their one of their slogans is uh, when you want your taste buds to become so taste foes. Like prestige status? Uh, no. Uh, what do you mean? No. Anyone got that reference? I got that one. I did not. 
What's that? Is like the cheap, some of the cheapest alcohol you can. Oh, pull that, pull that mic closer to you. Let me see. Oh shit! Here we have, uh, we have, uh, we call it Red Delicious. It's Dark Eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Dark Eyes in the same category. This kind of stuff you drink under a bridge. No, 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 no. This isn't even. This isn't even highly alcoholic. It's okay. Here's yeah. There's there's not a lot. So this isn't like this is this is the jackass of alcohol. Yeah. This is the oh I dare you to drink this. All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. And I and I'm immune to it at this point, so yeah, it don't matter to me. All right. Pa abajo, pa centro, pa yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it kind of tastes like some sort of like hold on solvent. Mm-hmm. Oh, just mm-hmm. wait for it. Mm-hmm. You get a back taste. Yeah, it's there. I mean, it's very oh, yeah. bitter. It's very bitter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I always yeah. tell people like hot. Hot rubber bands. Hot rubber bands. Oh, okay. I see that. <laughs> yeah. Have you had someone throw up in your mouth? Because uh, that's what it reminds me of. If you're have making, you, wait. Have you had wait, that happen? Wait a yeah. minute. Yeah. What, what? I mean, okay. I mean, some people are into weird shit. No, that's when you're like wasted and you're like making out at a party and someone oh, just barfs yeah. in your mouth. I mean, I've, 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 I've heard. No, that's happened to me. There's this game that you play called Baby Bird where you. Oh, what? God. Okay, Christ. never mind. Oh, never God. mind. I don't want to hear this. Never mind. Well, you can connect the dots apparently so so what do you think justin what do you think you know i i'm okay you know, okay. I made it through and you um, lived through it i've uh i've it, definitely i've i've lived through my time of of dangerous alcohol have you had moments. worse you know i'm yeah i I've, i survived this i've had some really bad cachaça in brazil in my time oh like, yeah there you go well you, know. you start getting into these european countries yeah and they'll pull out they pull out this like grain alcohol and they all have a different one. One's called Grappa. One's called Uzo. Yeah. Like, whatever. Oh. And it's all the same. Uzo. It's just like grape. It's not true, but okay. Grape. Well, it, it, I mean, I don't know. It's it's like it's like a grape grain alcohol. It's not grain alcohol, but it's like if they took grapes. Yeah, and, I mean, that's, and, that's Grappa. Yeah, Grappa yeah. is basically everything that's left in the bottom mm-hmm. distilled. They're all, let's make mm-hmm. this into booze. Let's, well, so is, well, isn't Uzo the same? No, Uzo is a uh, licorice decor, man. Oh. Aniseed. Okay, well, so grappa. They're, so, like, Turkish people have a version of it. Um, French people have a version. Like, you know, there's there's always this, like, hardcore, like, clear, 100 and whatever yeah. proof fucking liquor. And they pull it out, and then they get very offended if you don't want to do shots with them. Like, that's, like, the the the, the no. M.O. You don't yeah. like our gasoline? Yeah. Yeah, see, it, it seems very – because, like, I, I can't really attest to yeah. those particular liquors, but I'm thinking of, like, Aguardiente and, like, Cachaça from Brazil, which is just, like, a clear, like, strong as fuck, like, cheap, and you just drink it at the strip club. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you drink it at a strip club. Oh. You would not drink Malort at a strip club. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, the one that I worked at, possibly. Yeah. I mean, knockouts, maybe. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to knockouts? Of course, I've been. Uh, I used to practice jokes on the strippers at knockouts. It's the, it's the only place you can buy cigarettes time. downtown. Like, yeah. Oh, it's not. Well, it was on for certain, a while. Yeah, I was gonna say, all right, you can buy and it on certain days. Okay, too. I have to talk about that. So here's what cracks me up: is you have like all the younger people, and they're like, they'll walk into like a El Rey liquor store, and they're like, "Oh, you guys don't have cigarettes?" And they're like, "Yeah, we have a cigarette machine right over here." And all of a sudden, you'll see the people. They're like a, a machine, <laughs> and they don't even know that, like that. You know, that was a thing forever. And then they'll walk over to it, and they're like, 
we'll just go down the street. Like they just don't understand like how it works at all. Like you put the money in and then you pull the lever. Yeah, right, it's like and, old school as fuck. Yeah. And it's pretty funny. And I'm like, what's wrong? And they're like, they don't have the ones we want. And it's it's literally they don't know how to use the machine. Yeah. And it's quite funny. It's like, okay. I mean, I, yeah. I had to go buy my own newspaper today and was like, fuck, how do I do this? Y'all, um, I put the money in for it. Then you're like, ka-chunk. Did you do the ka-chunk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure that yeah. my boss has a great video of me trying to get the newspaper oh. out of the thing because it's right in front of the offices. Yeah. So yeah. We can only hope. I can only hope. So we, so we teased the Malort. What else did we tease? We teased... Oh, Barney Lopez's yeah. oh, post, post about like bands from Albuquerque bands that you miss. I put word salad. I miss word salad. I never saw them. Oh, they were so good. I feel like Smiley's going to have a way bigger list than any of us will ever. I mean, I have a big list, yeah. but my problem is I was drunk a lot. Mm. Yeah. So like, I don't remember their sure names. Does. Like that one that had the stuffed animals that you would uh, like. Shoulder voices. Shoulder voices. They got me banned from uh, Bird's Tiki Lounge. Until little little Bobby would be. Lounge. Little Bobby yeah. would love to hear you say that you miss shoulder voices. I do. I miss shoulder voices. They were so good. You can catch little Bobby and his wife on OnlyFans. Uh, oh. True story. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, cool. Yeah, shoulder voices. Hey, you got to make your living. There you go. Yeah, you got to make your money. Re- yeah. re- relive your, your uh, little Bobby times. Wendy's About are OnlyFans. How- I choose OnlyFans every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say it was really weird when I first moved here. I would go to Burt's Tiki Lounge. I didn't know a lot of people. Right. And I would go to the urinal in Burt's Tiki Lounge, and there was this sticker. Uh-huh. And it was a band called Rick Allen's Arm. And Rick <laughs> Allen is the drummer from Def Leppard who only has one arm. And the anarchy symbol, the crossbeam, was an arm with a drumstick. That's amazing. And so I finally got to, I was like, I stole the sticker and I had it on my fridge because I thought it was the most amazing shit. And I finally got to see them. And it was like a who's who of like the punk scene. Yeah. And they would all dress up as like bad 80s hair metal That's like amazing. stereotypes. And they would just do hair metal. And they were called Rick Allen's Arm, and I really wish that's I would have got amazing. to have seen wow. them more times. Oh, Glitter Dick. Glitter Dick. Oh, that's Glitter a good Dick. one. I they, miss they Glitter on, Dick. They put on a good show. Oh, man. I have some Glitter Dick stories. Um, when I first when I lived here, Glitter Dick, they were like the uh, pro wrestling band. Yes. Uh-huh. And when I say pro wrestling, their thing was is they were like, we're, we're trying to like create controversy. Uh-huh to get people to come to the shows. So I remember like they, they were like, uh, <laughs> I don't remember where I saw it. I think I saw it on social media. They're like, Christian group is going to protest outside of the launch pad. Cause glitter dick said they were going to burn a Bible on stage. Yes. <laughs> and like, I'm like, what the and fuck? Didn't they go on like a, not judge Judy, mm-hmm. but, uh, judge Joe Brown, judge people? Joe Brown. Yes. Judge so, Joe so Brown. Colin, Colin from Glitter Dick, who's now in Russian Girlfriends. Yes. Colin and Kendall yes. went on Judge Joe Brown against each other. Yes. And oh, their, their thing was is yeah. Colin uh, – Kendall said that Colin – they were roommates – and that Colin put all of his sex toys in yes. the dishwasher uh-huh. and ruined them. Ruined so, all the sex toys. So he was so, – he had <laughs> like – protective lining. He, yeah. he had like $3,500 <laughs> worth of sex toys. And they were all ruined in the dishwasher. And then, like, when they, you know, because, like, the way those shows work are, they're, they're actually, like, game shows. Yeah. You don't actually, like, if you lose, you don't actually have to pay. Like, the actual show pays the winner. And you pay, like, right. the taxes on it or something. Yeah. yeah. So they won, like, $3,500. 
and then they went and used that to to, to go on tours. No, right? to to record a record. That's right. And that's glitter dick. <laughs> and then I remember they were dope. Yeah, and then I remember when they had the reunion show. The drummer was like yes. the editor from the Alibi. What was her name? Uh, Fuck, I can't think of it. And uh, she was badass. So they had a they had a reunion show at um, Sister Bar. So they put out this poster, and it's like all these punk rockers like playing on stage, and then like these right wing people like uh, butt fucking each other. Yeah. And like the dude's got a rebel shirt on and the rebel hat, and he's getting he's getting butt fucked. And they put him up all over town. And of course, the news caught it. Yes. And they made the news, which is what they wanted. They wanted. Right. You know, and so they were like the pro wrestling version yeah. of, of a band. I loved them. Uh, yeah, because that's what they would do. They were talented and hilarious. Mm-hmm. I loved them. They would hit me up and they would be like, okay, here's the idea we have to come on your show. They're like, <laughs> we're not, we're, we're going to show up, but we're not going to answer questions. And you're going to say this to, and like, I'd be like, yeah. I'm all for that. And then they just would never make it. <laughs> like, I'm like I'm here for that. I love the you know I love the fucking. So like glitter dick was yeah. the inspiration. So there was a comedian that lived here in town. His name was Greg Jomek. Oh yeah. And I, me and Greg are we were friends, but we both got nominated for Alibi for the best uh, best of Berkey or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we decided to make fake beef. Between the two of us, and we, good. and we just Always thought it good. was hilarious, yeah. and people thought it was so real. Yeah. And then he came on our show right before he moved, and I like cried at the end, and, oh. and people were like, "Oh, you guys don't actually hate each other." <laughs> I was it's like, "No, fuck you, Chris." <laughs> I'm still sad. He's about to have a baby. He is? Yeah. Babies, man. So. I became an uncle, and I'm just like, holy shit. I know. I I just sent him, like, a message the other day, and I was like, I was packing up your baby present, and I realized that, like, our babies can't play together now. And he was like, see, I'm going to (laughs) cry. How dare you? (laughs) Chris likes to do this to me. And ever since I had the baby, it's so much worse. Like, I just cry at everything. All those, uh, all those emotions. And like what? So like well, what emotions. band do you miss from Albuquerque? Oh, I said word salad. Uh, what about Glitter Dick? It's uh, been a long. <laughs> oh boy. What about you, Justin? Man, so I the first names that pop up in my mind are like Twelve Step Rebels mm-hmm. or like the Rum Fits. It's like some uh, older. Oh, the Rum Fits, man! I remember that band. Older, like some punk rock shit, man. Yeah, there was um, some Ronells on there. I saw that a lot in the comments. Oh, really? Royal, a Royal Deathmaster. I'm like a house show. Band. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Cicada. So Corey was mm-hmm. like Corey was trolling, and uh, they're the Saltine Ramblers. So immediately right under his thing, I was like the Salty Ramblers because <laughs> I just like to fucking talk shit to Corey nonstop. Which I miss the salty Saltine Ramblers as well. I do yeah. too, man. They did that sick cover of uh, was was. Uh, one day, one night, Saturday. Oh, all yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, and then they would do the fine. they would do the Star Wars Cantina Get song. Yeah. 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 And then uh who else? I mean I remember There's so many that I missed have come the, through. I like missed the original lineup of the Porter Draw. Yeah. Big time. Somebody I think somebody put Porter Draw and someone was all they're still around. Yeah, they're and, yeah. Then yeah. Goes, <laughs> and then he goes but I miss this line or whatever. Yeah, there was, and then you know, Mother Death Queen. Oh, Mother Death Queen. Here, I'm gonna pull it up because there were a couple on the like. Once I commented, oh, I right. was like, "Oh my god, 
All right, I'll, I'll tell you guys the ones I, I miss. Oh gosh, the most. Uh, uh, let me get. Let me guess. Unit Seven Drain. <laughs> they had their time. They they made like nine albums. All right, Crash Kills Four. Uh, also, they were good for the time. All right, the ones I miss. Are, great, great name though, Crash Kills Four. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. John Washburn is not happy. Crash they, Kills Four. Yeah, they actually uh, when the Shins made it from here, Crash Kills Four. So all of a sudden, everyone, all the record labels were like, "Oh wow." This area is a hotbed for music, and they came in and they swooped up Crash Kills 4, and they were actually in the studio to record to be the next Shins. And maybe like the ankles, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right. So then they uh went to um, they sent them to New York to do uh Fashion Week, and they got in a big fucking thing and exploded and then like all left on separate planes and never played again together. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I was, uh, I was actually gonna say, um, because I go I mean I go to shows, I, I enjoy music, but I I, I enjoy live performances the yeah. most. So uh like I miss I miss Monster Paws. Oh Monster Paws. Monster Paws. What about the October people? I, I was just gonna say uh, the October Brophies, people. Bro- I'm they're they were more of an album band. Mm-hmm. Their performance is kind of, I mean, okay. beautiful music. Uh, but that's something like I want to listen to in the house. Like, I don't, it's like, you know, going out, like I went and made the mistake and see the Pizzicato five once. And I was like live and I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't think this was going to be that entertaining. Yeah. that That's the interesting thing about like being a musician, this music or like, is like you have these bands that are like amazing live. Right. And they have this like such high energy, but then you put their album on in the car and you're like, I need to turn this off. Yeah. Or it's vice versa. You like are like rolling in your car and crying to this band's music, yeah. and then you go to the live show and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah it's so strange. some people just can't do one or the other. I've seen that where like I, I was like I saw someone live and I was like, holy fuck! And then I and then like you, they and I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. I feel like their sound doesn't tra- either the I, person couldn't translate it or what i don't know i i i like to call it the uh, dinosaur junior syndrome yeah uh, because you're like yeah, listen dinosaur. you listen to dinosaur junior and you're like fucking this is, this is gorgeous i love this shit and you yeah. go and uh, you go to the, the show and they have like a fence up in front of them yeah. and just a wall of sound comes yeah. at you and you can't it's hear so for two loud. days oh, no, yeah. no 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 your, oh, ear, your yeah. ears are bleeding yeah so, well, so if you i've wanna... done a comedy show in founders under dinosaur junior yeah and you could hear it perfectly yeah if you want to hear what dinosaur jr is live put the album on and then full throttle it in your yeah. car and you and you're good are you not <laughs> supposed to do that um <laughs> uh, leeches of lore leeches of lore is a big one. Uh, oh man actually did you ever see uh actually did you ever get to see leeches of lorchestra no you never got to see that where they would have like a a whole like uh you know orchestra set up with them that was fantastic. I, was I like, did not Jesus. get to see that. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, and then hold on. Let's leeches of lore. No, that's okay. You're right. Leeches of lore is uh, what's his name? Steve. Steve is on the show with us. Um, but leeches. Oh of lore yeah, is, yeah, that's right. I yeah. forgot about him. He moved. Yeah, oh, yeah. left unsaid. Yeah, They're still around, sort of. Are they? Mm. I guess. Um, I guess they've all moved on to other. I see Imperial Rooster a lot. I've never seen them. My uh, but what the, about the other one I really miss is uh, Tenderizer. Tenderizer. So that's where I was going. So if you're going to talk about uh, Leech's Lore, you got to talk about Tenderizer with Steve and with with Raven. 
So Raven Chacon, this is what blows my mind. We had Raven Chacon on the show. Both Day Brothers. Both, both Day, Day Brothers. Both Day Brothers. Raven Chacon just won the Pulitzer oh, Prize yeah. for music. I, I heard of it. And he was in the band Tenderizer. And then, and then, of course, a fucking, of course, oh, so uh. salty about this. Of course, fucking Tim Keller puts out the fucking the tweet about him uh, showing him with Raven and he's got the tenderized record. Totally I'm like, taking advantage of shit. I'm like, yeah. you motherfucker. Uh, like, Imperial Rooster was fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, they were great. But I saw Raven Chacon play music twice and the cops tried to arrest him. Oh my God. Oh, that was great. I was there for that. I was <laughs> right. like, yeah. why? Because they thought he wasn't supposed to be playing. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. So there, I don't think it exists as much anymore, but there used to be a thing called a noise artist. Yeah. And Raven is like, Raven is on the edge of that. Okay. Oh, no, he's definitely in that. He was in a band with uh, my buddy AGL called Black Guys. Right. So, like, there was two places in the United States that were, like, the the, on the forefront of noise music. And it was Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Brooklyn, New York. So, when Raven and, God, what were some of the other people? There was that guy that, like, had the red hair and the goggles. That's AGL. AGL. Alan George Mm. Liedegerber. Yeah. They would go to Brooklyn, and these people would, like, treat them like they were, like, rock stars, right? So then Raven is outside at, like, this festival in downtown Albuquerque, and he's doing noise music. And the police come up, and they're like, you have to shut this shit down. They're going to arrest you. And then the next Sunday, he was doing it at Blackbird, and the cops showed up as well. And they were going to arrest him. And, like, the owners had to be like, we paid him to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, to be here. and then there he is getting the Pulitzer Prize for that's amazing the music and his you know he, he, it's nuts he's he, he was on a stage at Summerfest too. Yeah. and like yeah. the cops came up and like no he's he's booked he's yeah. booked for this yeah. he's on look here look it's, it's right there that's so funny. on the schedule they he's were not gonna just arrest him from dude. the stage they thought some dude just got on stage was making the worst fucking like because noise music is you know it, it's not like it's a special niche yeah. in my heart I love yeah. noise music I yeah. love going to noise con it's like interesting shows but Raven yeah that's and uh, I've met, you know, Raven came into the show. I have the Tenderizer, ooh, Tenderizer oh. record on vinyl, um, you know, but I'm not over here like Tim Kellering it like, whoa, whoa, whoa. he's yeah. from New Mexico like, and I met him. Uh, I, I do miss, I miss the entire noise scene here, yeah. actually, if I really have to get yeah. into it. Yeah, there's like, no. I miss watching AGL, like, who would just like, yeah, just put like a bunch of pedals attached to a cube and wrestled with it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like literally wrestled it and was just hitting different things on like different sides of this cube that was all pedals. Yeah, and it sense. was amazing. I saw somebody um, cook an egg on stage with a speaker. What? Oh shit! Yeah, there was there's a whole like there used to be this whole like artistic like experimental crazy like scene here. Interesting. And it was always worth seeing. I mean, you know, I mean, you may not have liked it, but <laughs> I mean, and, and like Tinderizer was originally they they did they went. That lineup was just for a joke. They were yeah. going to play one night and make fun of like hair metal. And that was it. And then yeah, everyone's all, right. keep doing it. Make an album. Yeah. We'll pay you. And they're like, oh, I guess Yeah, so. it was the Day Brothers. It was Steve. It was uh, mm-hmm. from Leeches of Lore. And then Raven. And yep. it was like, fuck, dude. Oh, no. You don't, don't forget about fucking uh, their drummer. Oh, fuck. Who was that? It was uh, Kirby. 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 Oh, fuck. Kirby was one of the best drummers in town. Yep. God dang. And he's the drummer for who's he the drummer Who does for he now? drum for now? It's too bad Craig Buchanan isn't in the chat today because he would uh, probably he have, would know. Um Cowboys and Indian. Mm-hmm. I miss them. I didn't know they, they were, are they so gone? Good. 
So Craig Buchanan actually uh, replied to the comment here, and he said they may come out of retirement if oh. there's incentive. Yeah, um, I remember them. They were good. They were really I, – I enjoyed them quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, a lot of bands are coming back. You know yeah, I mean? like, not the older ones, though, Yeah, which is fine. I mean, he, okay – Here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, they've mostly just oh, gone into real Bat estate. Batwings for Lab Rats. <laughs> oh, shit. I haven't heard that name in fucking forever. Batwings for Lab Rats. Yeah. I feel like there's, you know, we got to move on. Is Distances yeah, I mean, done? Oh, yeah, What's that? About- distances? I don't even know what I is. I saw people put Distances. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's what is exciting about, like, coming out mm-hmm. of, like, the pandemic and, like, monsoon music and everything is that, like, a lot of new bands are coming out and a lot of bands that are semi-contemporary are like playing a lot, right, right. you know, like where you saw like just even a year ago, mm-hmm. the music was probably less than half yeah. of like oh, the yeah. live performances you're seeing right now. Well, you, you, here's what actually I think is happening too, is like you have these older bands that are afraid, like post pan post, well, the end of, uh, you can't say post pandemic, the post quarantine, post giving post quarantine, post quarantine, <laughs> you have these older, you know, bands that are afraid to play. Yeah. Super giant, uh, um, uh, carrier waves, all these like, and they're like, you know, they're, they, you know, they're like older and they're like, uh. and the younger generations, like we're not afraid. We're hungry. Yeah. Blah, blah, boom. And like, you've had this explosion, like, cause like night of living cover bands last year was like 98% all new bands. Yeah. And people would show up, and it, it cracked me up because, like, people would show up to shows. I went to every night of the Night Eleven cover bands, mm-hmm. and I, every night I would go, someone I knew would be there, and they're like, "Do you know any of these bands? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know almost any of them." And I'm like, "Yeah, but that's good, right? That's what Night Eleven cover bands we is need for." Yeah, new blood. It's, it's like right. it's like you know that's what Night Eleven cover bands is awesome about because like you'll hear a band, and you're like, "I normally wouldn't have gone to see them," right. And then I hear them do this, and then you're like, "Ooh!" And now I'm gonna go to their next show. Um, Yeah, like Burke Soul. I watched them do like Aretha Franklin, and I was like, "Whoa!" Burke Soul. I should go watch these guys. Yeah, and you know, you know, whatever. And that's what it's for. So you have a lot of guys like Justin, like Jimmy, like you know, Abel, and like the thing with it. We were talking about this last night at a party. You have a lot of these young bands that are playing rock and roll Mm -hmm. because everybody's like, "Oh, rock and roll's dead." And like, and like, I was talking, someone brought this up and like, it was so funny because like Led Zeppelin is a huge band for a lot of young people. Yeah. And I'm like, where does that come from? And it's like this Greta Van Fleet thing. Right. Is that, is that, is that a big deal? Like Greta Van, because like everybody's like, oh man, did it. And I, like, I was talking to Jimmy one day and I was like, so do you like the who? And he goes, oh, I don't think I've ever heard the music. <laughs> oh, I was God. like, how could you listen to or Led Zeppelin? Doors? Well, Led Zeppelin and the who were like yeah. neck and neck yeah. side fair, by fair. side. The doors aren't a real band. We'll see. <laughs> Fuck you, Smiley. We'll oh, see. And then people wow. are like, <laughs> I'll fight you. Cause I talk about things. Like I'm thinking about when you think about like, I'm like Towns Van Zandt. And I'm like, Towns Van Zandt. Oh, like, fucking hey. Old motherfucking, like, see, how do, you even, how do you even know who the fuck those people are? Here's here's the thing. Yeah. So like we're in our thirties. Like I don't know. I was raised by a dad who oh, wait had a second. Like, finals. I, you, you just pointed him. You're like, I'm like, I, I, was, I was like, for uh, those of us in our thirties. No, no, no. Like, but I'm saying, now. like, yeah. I feel like. What, what am I? <laughs> Chop liver. Did, did uh, apparently, oh, no, right. I, I walked into that one actually. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I think there was like a, a period of time where like we got. You know, I, I, 
you know, Apple, it wasn't called iPad back then. What was oh, it called? Oh, I for Ida. iTunes or whatever. Yeah. What were the stupid iPods? iPods. <laughs> they just, they actually just, just announced the discontinuation yeah. of the iPod. Yeah. So we're the generation that first had like yeah. iPods and MP3s and all this stuff. And so we would just, I don't know about everybody else, but like I would look up like random fucking oh, bands wow. and like I would listen to them. It was like a resurgence yeah. of like yeah. older music that my dad would play like on vinyl as like some kind of fun thing on the weekends. But now we had access to all of it. Okay. So I think like our generation is like the start of it. And now we have what now, like even younger people have Spotify. Well, you know? Yeah. Well, here's what trips me out is like talking to like Justin and the monsoon guys and, and lady and ladies. It's like, there's a, there's a huge, you know, like older influence but then, mm-hmm. like the newer influence, all seems to be like Mac Miller. Oh, Mac Miller! It's amazing. because of like these guys. I'm like, I'm gonna go check out Mac Miller. I've been talking to you about Mac Miller for years. Well, you know, you like the Doors. <laughs> <laughs> I also like Fair. the Doors, Smiley. That's but a- <laughs> wow, my confidence uh, in your music taste has dropped a lot. Whoa. You okay. know what I listen Ouch. to when I'm writing new comedy? The Doors. I don't know why. why? Okay, that's the thing. Why do you hate the Doors? I have to ask yeah. this question. Because like, I think Robbie Krieger is fucking amazing. Dope. I just never heard any of their songs that I liked. Uh, but I think yeah. so. There's actually a video you can watch where it's old Robbie Krieger uh-huh. from a couple of years ago, and a guy's interviewing him, and he's like, "This is a band." He's like, "The band you're about to listen to are called the Dead Milkmen," <laughs> and he goes, "They wrote a song called Bitch and Camaro, and they reference you in this song." And he's and he puts on the headphones and he listens to the whole beginning. It's like hey Jack. And they they start and he's like goes through the whole thing. And he's like, they're my favorite Doors cover band, Crystal Shit. And, like, <laughs> and, and he goes, he goes, they wrote a song, it goes a little like this. Love me two times, baby. Love me two times, cause I got eight. You know, and Robbie at the end, Robbie Krieger's just like, I, I think it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> and like in the song, he's like, I hope they don't sue us. And he's all, he's all, do you want to sue them? No, he's like, no, he's like, that's pretty funny. He's like, it was really good. And I was like, that's dope as fuck. You know? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I went through a whole phase probably right when I turned 20, where mm-hmm. I would just smoke a shit ton of weed and mm-hmm. listen to like Led Zeppelin, the doors. And I think that's it. I think yeah. literally for that Pink Floyd probably like for the the whole year from twenty to twenty one. I think that's what I did. I would just lay down, smoke weed, and listen to that. Wow! All right, we tried listening to him sober. Yes. <laughs> you know what, Smiley? I can I can get on the doors, man. I can dig I it. I like man. the doors. It's 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 music you can put on and like you know just have it in the background. It's fucking great. I don't I have no problem. Yeah, with it. what I, is I, your problem with the doors? Good door songs I like. Yeah. Smiley didn't like Sublime though either. So. Yeah, the, the well I mean, at least the doors doesn't like make me want to punch walls. <laughs> <laughs> I I already described to you what I like to see. In the, I like I want to see a madman with goggles and red hair wrestle with a cube covered in petals. That's what yeah, I like. Yeah. I saw a sound guy in Albuquerque one time make music with a Game Boy that oh, he had de- cool. deconstructed and plugged into, I don't know how the fuck. And like, I'd go with Billy and I'd be like, what the fuck are we watching here? <laughs> and he'd be like, it's a, it's a, a, um, a happening. <laughs> I don't a know happening. what the fuck. And I'd be like, okay, all right. It's an event. There used to be this thing. And if you want to talk about things that aren't, I don't know if it's around anymore and I don't know if it'll come back. 
But like, there's a thing that used to happen here called gatas y vatas. Yes. Is that not going on anymore? I haven't heard. There's gata. So okay, so here's something to, to promote. Yeah. So gatas y vatas, but so in in Pagosa Springs on the 25th and 26th, there's mm-hmm. gatos y vatos, a car show and lowrider event. Um, Ooh, they're gonna get sued. No. So sued. <laughs> Um, they're gonna get all sued but so oh. so it's gonna be featuring um like felix felix y los gatos which yeah is a really uh, good local yeah. group. no i like um, felix yeah um and then gary blackchild from Chow's house is gonna be up there and i'm gonna be playing on the sunday which i think is the 26th yeah. yeah and so the songwriter stage i'll actually be up in pagosa playing i'm actually really okay. stoked because uh Felix is one of the local guys that when, when I was at Casa Vija playing and I was just mm-hmm. getting started, I'd see him play there. I'm like, man, yeah. this guy is fucking cool, man. And he's like, he is. he's Chicano, indigenous, just yeah. like he's in very New Mexico. And talented. And What's talented the, well, as but, fuck. But he has like, he plays solo, but he has a band. Oh. What's the full band uh, called? Felix Igatos. Felix Igatos. Felix Igatos. Igatos. Yeah. yeah. And then what's Josue's band? Los Domingueros. Los Domingueros. Okay. Los Domingueros, yeah. And okay. they're like cumbia ska, okay. everything. That cumbia ska. Yeah. I need to see Most this. Most of my brother too. So he's he's really cool. See man. this. And, and like I see him, I saw him the other night, and he had on a Smashing Pumpkins shirt. Uh, so I had to. We and I was like, "Did you see him when they came here?" He goes and he goes at at, uh, at Sunshine. I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "That show was amazing." And I was like, "Yes, it was so amazing." And I was like, "Were you astounded how tall Billy Corgan is? Because he's fucking tall." Is he? Yeah, he's like. I always kind of assumed he was short. Oh no, he's like six four. I've never seen Smashing Pumpkins live, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's well, one on. of the ones. Let's find out. Back in the day. People be like, "Oh, you!" Because I had shorter hair back then. I feel like if you were all, bald, they were, you no, would be back, <laughs> no. Back in the day, oh, when, he had, when he had hair, people would be like, "Oh, Smiley, you look like uh, Billy Corgan, but shorter." Wow. Yeah, he's like six three. That's crazy. That's what that's what that. that's what the internet says. But um, when you see him on stage, you're like, "Oh, dude, he's tall as fuck." That's crazy. Yeah, you because know? everyone else was shorter than him. I, I usually like, have the so like to me, everybody's tall. Because I'm pretty short. Mm. Yeah, it's my life too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I usually like people be like, "Wait, isn't that guy tall?" Like, so people are always like, "Oh, Chris is way taller than I thought." And I'm like, "I don't know. He's yeah. taller than me." That's I'm, I'm six it. two. Yeah, which for New Mexico is like yeah prime seven foot. Um, in other yeah. Places. <laughs> so here's the here's the crazy thing about that. I didn't think that till I moved here because like in, yeah. e- in eastern New Mexico where I'm from, people mm-hmm. are tall. People are real tall. They're My really grandma, tall. who's mm-hmm. from eastern New Mexico. Mm-hmm. She's tall. Yeah, I'm the what's only the, short the, person in my family. Like German folks out there. What's I don't know. Like? I don't know what the. Uh, so here's the crazy thing, in my family, of all my cousins, there's one guy shorter than me. I'm wow. the second to shortest one of my cousins. Holy wow. Shit. I'm the shortest yeah. person. I mean, in male, my whole male. Family. The females. There's, you know, in short. my whole family on that side mm-hmm. from the east, mm-hmm. I am literally the shortest person and, and and nobody knows where it comes from and it's like whenever i run into my cousins it's always a fucking thing they're always yeah. like oh rrr, rrr. they like stand up they're like, so <laughs> like and it's like yeah, you're taller than me fuck off i get it yeah go well, fuck yourself well so it's super weird because like i'm ha- i'm a we say coyote here but like half and half right so like mm-hmm. half of my family is from new mexico yeah. uh chicano mexican-american whatever mm-hmm. and then my other half is all eastern european so i go and hang out with my mom's side of the family and my uncles are all like, yeah, six two, six yeah. three, and blonde oh. and shit. And I'm like, hey guys, what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> but you're, you know, are they? But do they? Do they have the good looks that you have? Do they have the, you know? Are they the handsome? talent? The talent of like the you know music and the singing <laughs> and the, you know. One was a really good surfer, so he had uh, he had it on me. Oh, but but hey, you know, mm. he managed uh, the hard walk, 
Hard Rock in uh, Honolulu. That's a big nice. thing. That's oh, a big wow. deal. So, so question: What uh, brings the ladies? Is it the looks, <laughs> the music? Which one? Are you asking him, or are you asking the ladies? I'm asking <laughs> him. Well, ask, let's ask Holly. Let's ask Holly. <laughs> What do you think, Holly? Well, I want to hear what he thinks it All is, right. and then I'll tell you the real answer. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, like, obviously being able to sing and, and looking good on the outside is something yeah. that is a great benefit and use. But mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. honestly, what keeps it going is that um, generally, I mean, my own, we, you can ask people, you can do an investigative journalism investigation kind of thing, <laughs> but I'm also just not a, I'm not an asshole. I'm kind yeah. of like a mature. No, you're, I'm you're, like, you're a very nice it. guy. You know, so, I, I speak multiple languages, so it's just kind of like how many languages? I speak Portuguese, Spanish, and English. So. Jeez, wow! Yeah, so uh, a lot I, of a lot of people getting wet right now. So hamster and it's I me. were it's me just talking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hamster. That's all I want, man. Oh my god, Chris is wet. Okay, uh, <laughs> so hamster and I were just talking about this because hamster is a shorter guy, and uh, he just like read a study. Just you can use this on the ladies, okay? Okay. And then I'll get into what brings mm. ladies, right? So Hamster was just telling a friend of mine who was at our house upset because a douche was a douche to her, right? Uh, and she is very much like – and I understand where she's coming from. Like she's a taller person. She likes taller guys. Okay. But there was actually a study done on online dating profiles and things like that. And the men who were like 5'5 five, five perform better in bed. Uh. <sighs> Oh, shit. And, it's called leverage. And, <laughs> well, here's the deal. I'm going to say that I I. It's called from agree behind. with this. No, yeah. definitely oh. not. Uh, <laughs> I agree with this because I have dated, like, taller guys, yeah. uh, older guys, uh-huh. lots of guys. And then I met Hamster. Like 14 in a year, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think it was more than that. Oh, no slut shaming. No slut shaming. Uh, no, I'm just. No, we I'm don't slut shame. We don't slut shame. I talk okay. about it on the show. All there was the time. no shame there. I just said. No, no, no. I just said a number. And uh, Chris and Smiley have had to deal with me crying over men for years, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. But uh, I have to say that Hamster is the best lover I've had, mm. and not because of his height, not because of how handsome he is, not because of. I mean, he makes beer, so that's helpful mm. but you drink the beer while making love is the question i mean before yes. ah. before uh, during and after yeah um but i have to say that like the number one thing about him was his character mm. and i think once i learned that how does that make him a better lover because i actually like to be around uh. him so i'm willing to have sex with him more often because i like to be around all right. him all right so yeah. like here's the thing a lot of people will say that like shorter guys, not so great. Ah, they're usually nicer. Uh, to I be honest. Well, and, and and let me ask you this because in my experience, and I'm not going to get into details, but like, so <laughs> why not? Come on, come on, get into details. Detail, details. So, so, so one of the things about so like we talk about like the female orgasm, right? Yes. And so yeah. one of the things about being able to get a woman to that point is talking about being comfortable and safe yes. with the person mm, you're with. Correct. And that's where I was going to go. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's, it has nothing to do with his ability as a musician. It has nothing to do with how handsome he is. Cause here's the deal. That'll, that'll definitely like attract us. And I can say that I have um, had my share of musicians <laughs> and they were assholes. And the thing <laughs> is that the musician part wears off no, so quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. 
also the musician I chose to see would like pass out yeah. drunk on stage. So uh, like also that weared off. You did it, Jim Morrison. <laughs> oh, that's why it all makes sense. That's all coming yeah. together. Uh, anyway, so like I have to say that I think as women, yeah. if you're, you know, you get to a point where you're like, I want to actually enjoy who I'm spending my time with. And you have better sex if the person is not a dickhole. I'm gonna no, go. In, I'm gonna you, go into the logistics of it all. I'm okay. actually. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree with you on that one uh-huh. uh, because <laughs> I haven't. Uh, you know how many times I've had to like. I had to learn how to fake an orgasm. I'm like, I'm just, really just. I don't like this. Wait, person. wait, 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 wait. I have uh, questions. I'm, I'm with that. No, I'm no, with no. That. Actually, no, no, I'm with no. that. I'm with this. No, no, I'm with no. This. I'm with it. But as a woman, I have a serious question to. Uh, how do you fake an orgasm it's as condoms. a man? It's called condoms. Uh, yeah. He's grown. <laughs> well, but most men are so silent during sex, which freaks me out. By the I, way, I, I, I am one of those it. people. Yeah, you're silent. Yeah, you don't make any noise. Nope. It's, I okay. I whisper a little bit. I'm used to living with other people. <laughs> <laughs> this is so great. I want to talk about a logistic thing. You were talking about yeah. the height, right? Yeah. So being tall. Yes. Like you you see in porn, like where they like bend a woman over and they're like yeah. just having sex. That's tough for people like me. Because yeah. I'm tall. So yeah, then I have to totally. bend my knees and I have to have sex from behind oh, where I'm like, let my me knees tell you, are bent. Can, I tell, you a trick? can yeah. I tell you a trick? A sure. hack, if sure. you will, because I'm a sure. short lady who slept with a lot of guys. Right. Uh, put a pillow under her. Don't no, bend no, your no, knees. No, 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 no. Let me tell you why. Well, I'm talking about like like where you're bent. Like they're, yes. just, they're standing. Like they're, they're standing but up. But here's the thing. How are you putting a pillow? If the girl is shorter than you, that's I'm going to tell you as your friend, that's not as enjoyable for us. No, of course instead it's of bending, <laughs> instead of bending her over, put her on the bed, right? Yeah. Like she's bent over. If you put a pillow under her mm. and she's elevated like this, mm. but how the do I re- orgasm is so much how better. How do I recreate all my favorite porn scenes, though? Well, let it go. Well, see, porn yeah, is just, fucking uh, bullshit because it's it like made let for the angle, right? Yeah. I, like, feel, I feel like so many men have watched so much porn and they yeah. think we enjoy it. And no, we no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on with that. Yeah. Hold on with that. Uh-huh. Women watch it too. Oh and, no, we totally. And I will tell you this: reverse cowgirl is fucking horseshit. Scar- yeah, okay. Nobody. I've never had a girl that's really here's, that into that. Here's the thing: I'm terrified. I am terrified of reverse cowgirl because I yeah. almost broke a guy's dick. A, man, ah. a man's penis does not go downward, and you can break it. Yes. you can break it. Well, and and I think that's also thinking about like intimacy, right? Like. I mean, I don't know. Some people don't like to make eye contact and all that weird shit. But anyway, <laughs> it's like if you're like literally reverse cowgirl and like you can't look at the person, you can't like look up and like yeah. you know. You so can't like, see boobs. Why would you yeah, want to do it? Yeah, I'm you usually can't, distracted. You can't lick your nipples. You know. It's well, like, and, and, just, and then like the the, the oh. where the guy's sitting in a chair and they're facing him in the chair and they're like having that doesn't work well. Or like sex in the shower is bullshit. Oh, it's oh bullshit. I hate sex or or, or in sex shower. in a pool, that? sex in a hot tub. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, all bad. actually quite dangerous biologically. Shower sex. Can work. You need to just be compatible you height. You have the shower. No, shower. Okay, you be short the, people uh, can't do sex mm. in the shower. Yeah, you got to be this. You have to be it's the same terrible. height. Otherwise, no. the the logistics of doing. Here's like, the thing. Uh, As a girl, I hate any kind of sex that involves water. And let me tell you why. <laughs> right. The lube yeah, our body makes lube, is water soluble. Yes. It hurts. It doesn't yes. feel good. It is fucking terrible. Now, oral. Oh, sex you guys are talking. In the pool. 
Yeah, you Fine. guys are talking about traditional section yeah. sour. Why would you do that? That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but well, okay. I'm 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 intrigued. Like, what is non-traditional sex in the shower? Like, I guess you say oral sex. Oral I mean. sex in the shower because everyone's clean. All their bits are clean. He's talking about water uh, everywhere. Licking ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only way you can do it. Well, and that's what uh, all the Gen Z is about, man. Is yeah. eating ass. Eating ass. It's like the um, that's like the deciding factor on the. But generation. weirdly, weirdly, the pile driver, very pleasurable. What is a pile? What driver? is that actually? <laughs> I thought that was a wrestling move. It is not. It's both. <laughs> you don't what know. It's the... a sexual pile driver. As a slut, I should know this. Oh my god! Ex-slut. I'm reformed. We're gonna but... we're gonna watch porn. Real still quick. No, we aren't. Just what is it? Use use your hands. How does it work? How do I? What? <laughs> I don't know. I've never... <laughs> I, use your I can't believe we're looking this up right now. Oh my god! Welcome to our show. Let's see if it. Let's see if they show a picture. <laughs> it's where the woman is like on her shoulders with her. Body completely up. Let's see oh, there. I've done that. So the woman is inverted. One. Wait, what? Oh. This one. Oh, I've done that. What this the one? hell? <laughs> yeah, the huh. pile driver. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's okay. It's I'm okay. Kidding. I'm kidding. This one seems insane. That seems not possible. <laughs> right. That one where the butt. girl This is... is the main one, yes. That's okay. two dudes. Though. Oh, my so, God. Okay. Still, so, the same, still, still the same concept. So I have a joke <laughs> about dating a guy or like seeing a guy whose right. dick was like gonzo's nose and it pointed <laughs> down that is not a lie that is a thing that happened to they me curve, and I didn't, it, it it just it it was i didn't know what to do with it that is not the direction it should be no uh, well it was okay very hey 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 no I really, shaming. we're born really, with what we're born with right really it should be pointed up well so, right? so so holly a question yes. for you about size so like what what is the because there's also like there's oh, too yes. small and there's too big. What's there's like? Not. What's the golden like? What's she the gold? Lost. What's the Goldilocks? So, what's the Goldilocks stick size? Well, let me. Do you inches. want the truth? Do Four. you guys want the actual yeah. truth? Well, yeah, that's why. So the actual. I was hoping it's two truth. and a half inches. I don't. Just asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, is it like the size of your pinky? <laughs> so that would be here's great the here's know. the thing. Uh, I don't want to speak for all women. Sure. Because all women but you are, are different. Here we go. But uh, fuck you, Chris. Uh, so. For me personally, I'm not a size queen. I don't care about size. I care about talent. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the best sex I've ever had is somebody who is attentive, who is, who understands what I'm saying. So, like, if I say, no, stop, um, you fucking you stop. stop. Or um, don't stop. You don't or stop. Or if I'm bored, you, like, can tell that that does not feel like anything. Um it feels like just a so, dead fish. Or so like, here's uh, the deal. Oh I had boy. sex one time with a guy who had the smallest penis I've ever seen. Micro penis. Yeah. it's It was smaller than my now one-year-old son's penis. Oh I will tell you that right now. No way. Yes. I'm not kidding. I am not. How did you even go in? How do you even go in? Uh, I didn't feel it. Um, And he knew that, though. Well, he's known that did his he whole t- life. Did he tell you that, and like going into, it, he's like, "Hey, no. so like, I really like." You. He I surprised you know. me with it, and I would, I would totally lead with that because I'm just like, "Shit, that's kind of yeah." See, yeah, but I still got off, and that's because he knew what he was doing. Mm. So here's the deal: doesn't huh. matter what size pile, you are. Pile driver. It was a pile driver <laughs> that did it. Uh, no, he was just really good at oral sex. Uh, uh, hey, and that's what I was gonna say. I give really good head, but my dick's about three. You know what? And a half centimeter. That's but that's why, because he's like, I have to. I have. He to. knows yeah. that. And here's the thing: that's thought mm-hmm. that goes into that. There's like a thought yeah. there that's like, I'm not the only person that's important. Whereas I have had so much sex, so much sex. 
to the point where until I until my actual 30th birthday, I had never had an orgasm from sex. From penetration. And I was married before then and divorced. So it was I just thought that women faked it forever. Like you just Mm -hmm. didn't enjoy sex. Sex. I wonder how many times I had sex where we both faked it. Damn. I just didn't know men Why could fake it. Yeah, you can. And I didn't know that men had to fake it. I guess that's like a woman thinking like, well, it depends, it depends girls on- get really upset if you don't get off. They're like, yes. oh, that's a, that was the point of this. I was like, oh, I guess I'll I'll do go through the ropes. Right. <laughs> I, I'm with Smiley. You, don't have to, you just don't do it and they, get, yeah. and they love you more. No, no. Okay. <laughs> so like to just get kidding. too personal, like I'm one of those people that I can't, like I'm not a quickie person. I, I, it yeah. takes me a long time. And like some women are like, you know, why does it take so long? Well, I just take a long time. What woman is saying that? <laughs> a lot. I mean, they probably haven't had an orgasm yet. There you I'm go. telling you right now. There you go. Because I used to be like that. I used to get annoyed. I would be like, why is why aren't this you done yet? not no. over yet? I had a woman that was like, I've already came. What's your problem? Why um, are do you not? Are you not attracted to me? She probably can't come more than one time. Well, which and and they were like, do I do you not find me attractive? I was like, that's not. This isn't you. And yeah. it's weird. It's like, this isn't about you. This, this is about me. This is about both of us. Yeah. Honestly, sex is about both of you. Thank so you. Whatever. I don't I'm know. no longer with that woman, but you know. Oh, good. Good. Because yeah. I uh, I don't approve of her, yeah. obviously. Uh, <laughs> the goal with my lovemaking is usually two for them. I like and how this one this whole me. this whole show has gone now into sex. <laughs> That's the second half. Wait, wait, this, this shit happens. Way to go, Justin. Yeah, well, <laughs> who cares? We should I'm talk kidding. about. You know what? I, I mean, think... it's one of my favorite things to talk about. I'm thinking I mean, about you know, what, what is it? Was know. it salt and pepper? Let's talk about sex. Yeah, baby. let's talk about sex, baby. Also, let's talk about you and me. If you've ever seen a uh, Pitch Perfect, which, by the way, Hamster really impressed me. I'm just kidding. I know what it is. Weirdly enough. So Hamster loves Pitch Perfect. He thinks they're funny movies. Yeah. And like I think on our second date, he was like, like, Hey, do you guy... want to watch Pitch Perfect? And I was like, I feel like yeah. Hamster's faking orgasms with mm. movies. No. I love uh. this movie. Holly. Oh, oh. <laughs> I feel like he's doing that. No, I think he just he knows <laughs> what a woman needs. Damn what it. a girl wants. What a girl Exactly. Needs. That's why I had a baby with him. You know what I mean? Like so apparently he can have an orgasm. Oh, yes, he can. <laughs> hey Hey. Sometimes three times in a row. Oof. Really? Hell yeah. A man? Yes. That's, see, I see that It's online. a long, so here's the thing. Me and him are so compatible that we can yeah. have sex for hours on end. Mm-hmm. Still enjoy it. He gets off three times Hashtag in a row. He's like, he's, like, he's like Sting over here. He's like having the tantric sex oh, of his life. He's, he, uh, we're amazing. And mm-hmm. until you find a person like that, don't yeah. get married. I'm telling you right, right now. Right? <laughs> yeah, I got I got that book from my brother when I turned 18. The so. Sting book of tantric sex? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it wasn't written by Sting. But same concept. It was like Sting the wrestler, not the musician. But the message of the book Sting after the end. Yeah. But I do have to say that it took us a long time to get to that point. Uh. Like, I have to make effort, too. Here's okay. the thing, ladies. Mm-hmm. Men serve orgasms, too. I feel like, okay, here's some, and I may be completely wrong about sex. See, <laughs> like, um, I'm, I like I like the two-step. I'm, I'm, I'm from a country area. Like, you know, you know, we listen to country music, two-step. But when you get a new two-stepping partner, your chemistry yeah. is, like, off because you've yeah. never two-stepped yeah. before. And, like, you two-step a while, and all of a sudden, you, like, get in sync. Yep. Boom. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. So the and best, I feel sex is the same way. So the I best agree. advice yeah. I ever got – 
concerning. So I've been in therapy for years and years and years and years. And I was like, I can't find a person I'm compatible with, like in all areas. And a therapist that I had said, if you find somebody that you're compatible in all other areas, like they're your best friend, they you have fun with them mm. all the time, blah, blah, blah. But the sex is a little bit off. You can fix sex. Yeah. Okay. You can work together and work on that. Yeah. That is something that is that should never really be a okay. deal breaker because you can work on that together. If you're willing to, I mean, yeah. you know, everybody works up to the pile driver. It just <laughs> well, happens. Well, you just and, have to do it. And, and, and so that raises some interesting questions that I wanted to ask y'all about. I know we're probably running out of time, but yeah, I mean, get, please yeah. ask. Like, well, so, so you're talking about like finding that one person that fills every single need that you need. And then, so I've come to, uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so hear me out. So not going into details once again, but what do you guys think about the, so We've been raised, especially this generation. I think the newer generations is is a little bit more open to these things, but like very jealous, monogamous type yeah. of going. Uh, it has to do with Christianity, right? It has to do with marriage. Sure, it has yeah, to do with yeah. like preservation of private property. Right. It has to do with a lot of things. And so, thinking about moving into the new kind of society that we're inevitably moving into is like coming to the realization that you don't just have to be with one person. Right. Right. Like the idea of polyamory. Right. Right. So, right. so like. And what do you guys think about that? How do you guys, have you guys ever experienced that? Feel about it? Because I think it's like a really one of these topics that people don't really want to like openly touch a lot oh, of times. I'll talk you know? about it all day. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was curious because I've I've been you know in my life kind of working in that polyamorous in that realm, universe. Um, and I think that hold on, you're like from what Holly was saying is like so you like find persons you know, like it's I think it's impossible to find someone that's your best friend and that's well, the same thing and like it's like that's so much pressure to put on one well, person. So you know what I'm saying hold I guess what I was saying is. Yeah, so, no, you can you can expand yeah, yeah. what you're saying. So, I uh, how do I put this? I am a person that was married before, right? Okay. It didn't work out. It was terrible. Whatever. Um, I think if you're going to be monogamous, right? Like you have to find somebody that you enjoy being around, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're polyamorous, you want that too. No, of course, in yeah. all your partners, you want people and. I guess saying best friend is maybe like a yeah. little too much, but you want somebody that at the end of the day, cause I'm going to tell you right now, I have two kids. Well, I have a stepdaughter and a baby with my kids. partner. I have two kids. Yeah. I'm a stay at home mom. We hit a roommate phase, right? Yeah. But we were okay because we enjoy being around each mm -hmm. other. I'm sorry. So I'm not listening. You hit your roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes, I beat up Josh. It's <laughs> I'm fine. Just He's seven foot tall. Um. Anyway, so the thing is, is you need somebody in a partner or partners that even if you hit a roommate phase where you feel like roommates and mm -hmm. your ships passing in the night and real life happens, that you're still going to be cool and you're still going to be okay without sex, without all that. So you want like a relationship that's deeper. Than just I yeah. like fucking this person. Yeah, no, that and that's and, and I think with polyamory, you need that with all your partners, right? Because right. you want people who are gonna be understanding. And I'm gonna tell you right now, the jealousy is not in my relationship because we are partners in all sense. We understand each other, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So, you know, he could like he I don't want to say he lets me because that's not how it is, but 
I could go out with the boys from mm-hmm. this podcast right. all night long. Have lots drinking, of sex. Have oh. lot, no, <laughs> just have, kidding. Have lots of drinks, do whatever. And as long as I tell him that I'm safe, mm-hmm. doesn't give yeah. a shit. And I've never had that before. No. And that comes from a deep connection. Yeah. And if you don't have that, especially in polyamory, I think it's more important in polyamory that you have those connections or you're going to have that jealousy coming in. Well, and it's it'll be terrible. Though. And that's and that's the thing like that people don't realize. I think that like jealousy is inevitable yeah. in that situation. And you have to like actually just learn as two adults to be like, hey, I'm feeling this Deal way. Can we it. talk yeah. about it? Instead of being like, I want to listen to Sublime and punch the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, hold on. Hate music. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You're a lead singer. And you want to be in lots of polyamorous relationships. Uh, I did okay. not say such a thing. But okay. No, I'm he just kidding. He working towards um, so, polyamory. I'm so just it's, messing it's, with it's exploring. I think I'm it's exploring different configurations of lifestyles, yeah. especially in a world where the nuclear family and many of oh, the – Oh, that's, that's so outdated. Yeah. Well, and just I think all of the ideas that we kind of like – Yeah. You know, we grew up thinking that we're like, quote, unquote – you know, America are like dissolving rapidly, like very rapidly. Well, you know what put my jealousy in check Uh in my current relationship is that he has a daughter with another woman. Yeah. And there's a lot of women that that would fuck with them hard. Right. Because he has to talk to her all All the time time. because they have a fucking human being they created together. Right. And at first I'm not going to lie. It kind of fucked with me until I was like, wait, this is where our country is. This is where our world is, is that yeah. you don't have to stay with somebody just because you created a human being. It's not good for the little tiny human beings if you don't get along. Right. And we're adding to her family by and mm-hmm. her experience by all working together. And I think that has really helped our jealousy thing because we have to communicate so openly about everything or mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Well, I feel like the big thing. Okay, so I feel like my generation, the Gen X generation, yeah, is like the the last and like torn generation where we're like um, the nuclear family. Yeah, because we have these boomer parents where they're like, "Well, you've got to you've got to get married together for the kids. You got to get married. You don't want to be lonely whenever you, <laughs> yeah. you're old and cha 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 cha." And then it's like, but we're, you know, a lot of us, like, I've never been married. I have no children. And people are like, and, and I have several people I graduated from high school with, from college with, that are like um, married. They, they've been married several times. Yeah. yeah. And and then, like, I've had people, I've, I've went through the pressures mm-hmm. of friends saying, are you going to get married? Are you going to have kids? Which I think is so fucked up, right. too. Then, and they, well, they do this thing where they're like, they did this thing. This really literally happened to me. Are you going to get married? Are you going to have kids? Are, how are, if you're not going to have kids, are, you know, you're know, you not going to have kids that grow up with my kids. Well, why do you think I got married yeah. at 25? Right. Well, then, and then I got divorced at 27. I was like, nope, mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then, but then four or five years later, same people. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm getting divorced. I can't yep. believe yeah. it. You you were smarter than us, man. Yeah, so good for you. And and it's like, you know, here's here's where I think our here's where I think our world is going. We're going away from relationships that are good on paper. Yeah. To relationships that are realistic. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because here's like, the other yeah. thing that my um, therapist and I dated someone and didn't like their pets. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, well, this is not going <laughs> to work. That's not going to work. Pets, kids. <laughs> Pets, kids. Uh, uh, personality. Uh, they like hiking too much. Yeah. Um, oh, you, so, have a, you have a dog, but you I have like two hiking. dogs. I don't like either yeah. of them. Well, that sucks. So one thing that my Bye. therapist recently said to me, so like I have a new therapist that like understands where I'm coming from instead of being like, you need to fit this mold. Um, but he was saying like, you don't need to be in a relationship with a person unless you can handle their flaws. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's the message we should be telling things like telling people like when my daughter gets older, it's like if you don't feel like marrying this person and every time they do whatever it is that annoys you, you can't handle it. Please don't marry him. Right. Well, don't feel like you have to get married by the time you're 30. Don't feel like you have to get married if you have a baby. Don't feel like you have to get married. No. Yeah. Like not, you don't have to. It's not necessary. No, no, not at all. I'll tell you right now. I'm not married and my relationship is working just fine. We're engaged. We want to eventually yeah. get married so I can have the same last name and, as my son. But and, and I like, bartend it? And, yes. and, I, and I feel like they need to take away all of the – or, or give it to people who are single – all of these like things that they give married people that yes. that are so much like that like promote marriage. Well, here's the thing, like if Taxes we so that. Hamster and I live together, raise a son together, raise a daughter together, and we don't get tax breaks because we're not married. And right. how much bullshit is that? That's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's yeah. bullshit. We literally have to do extra math to see who's going to get the better refund right. claiming the baby. Yes. Which is so dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I no, think taxes it's dumb. are just so dumb. Yeah, yeah taxes um, in general. I hate I hate to cut it all short, but we could really probably go on another. Oh yeah, we yeah, yeah we're getting a tangent. Yeah, here, we're yeah. really getting a tangent here. Uh, I want to thank people for listening. I mean, Holly Ann, what do you what do you want to promote? You want to promote uh, again? Yes, uh, I have my comedy show at Founders tomorrow night. Uh, we start at eight thirty nine ish, depending yeah. on when the comedians decide the show. Their happy ass is up. Uh, I will post the password tomorrow on my Instagram and my Facebook. And also on June 26th, I will be on the Kurt Fletcher Headliner Show at Dry Heat Comedy Club. Uh, you should go to hold my ticket. You can buy tickets to any of the headliner shows. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention that we all got drafted for mm-hmm. these shows like an NFL draft. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and so Kurt had to actually fight for me to be on his show. Oh, nice. <laughs> and we're best friends. So that's cool. You know, he fought it out. Uh, but yeah, please go and and see yeah. these amazing shows. Our lineup is amazing. We have Robert Eister, me, Kurt, Robert Keith Eister. Breckenridge, AJ Martinez, who is an OG? Who yeah. he is? I haven't seen him do comedy in a long time. I've seen him. He had public. kids, and uh, oh. he uh, so not young AJ. I don't know if that's who you're. Oh, thinking I'm thinking of younger one. No, this guy is old school. Yeah. And so there's AJ Martinez, who used to be in punk bands. Oh. And he's funny, but he doesn't do comedy anymore. And then there's AJ Martinez from before. He is one of the funniest. No, that's the guy. That's yeah, the that's yeah. the one. So he's on our show. He's doing a 15-minute set. Yeah. And then Kurt, of course, okay. Kurt. So cool. should be fun. And uh, Justin, what you got going on? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say to all the you uh, listeners, thanks for checking it out. And um, yeah. if you want to follow me on the social medias, it's really helpful. Uh, Justin Nunez Music on Instagram, Facebook, also TikTok. Check me out. And then, like I was saying earlier, this Wednesday coming up, I'm going to be over at Noisy Water Winery from 3 to 5. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to be over at – Pereyas, so that's the 18th. So the noisy waters on fifth, the 15th, 
of June the 18th is at Pereas. And then we're also going to be over – Jimmy Climbs and I are going to be chilling at the Oxygen Bar in uh, over up in Santa Fe on the 23rd. This is a Thursday. Come check us out. And then Saturday, uh, I'm going to be over at High and Dry opening up for the Royal Monocoats. So that's going to be a really fun evening. And then going to be at Tractor Las Lunas. So we're running from one place to the next. Oh, wow. And then 26th, I'll be at the Gatos y Vatos a uh, low rider car show up in Pagosa Springs nice. with Felix y los Gatos, Ile de, uh, Eli del Puerto, and uh, Gary Blackchild, all New Mexico favorites. Ooh, okay. Oh, wow. Blackchild so, yeah. Uh, awesome. So, if y'all want to come check that out that Sunday, I mean, they're going to be mm-hmm. doing it Saturday too, but Sunday I'll be there on the songwriter uh, stage. Please come check it out. Nice. And um, we really appreciate any support y'all have for us. Smiley. Uh, uh, Come by the uh, Bird of Paradise on Gibson. You can see me do my shit. Uh, it's 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 more entertaining than it sounds. And uh, in addition to that, you can watch me on TV uh, and various channels. Uh, Midnight Big Texas, Sky. Big Sky, Texas. are my f- current favorites. Yeah. And Reba McIntyre is gonna be on the next. It's Reba on the uh, Big Sky, right? Big Sky. Yeah. Why did you? And Mike I'm wanna... dying of excitement. Reba McIntyre. Reba. <laughs> you. Right. If you meet Reba McIntyre and you don't call me, yeah. I'm going to be so mad at you. I'll be pissed. I love her. Reba? They don't, they don't actually let me keep my phone on set. Well, uh, could you like have oh, her yeah. sign your body? <laughs> I don't think that would it. go over well either. <laughs> Reba, can you sign my butt? Can you just tell her that I, I love her then? Kind of I, with I might be able to do that if I see her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just, just hook adorable. up with Reba. Just do it. Just have so now. much sex with yeah. Reba. Make her come real hard. And then, and then get a shirt that says, I had sex with Reba McIntyre. Reba come entire, dude. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> I, I, pop, I have a t-shirt I from pop, a oh, concert, a Reba McIntyre concert from when I was like five or six or something. It's he, he, very tidy. You yeah. can use it as a cum rag yeah. after you have oh, sex boy. with Reba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can have a shirt that says, I pile drive Reba yeah. McIntyre. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Reba's probably gonna get pissed if she hears no this. I think you might get possibly Suit? legal action against. No, I think good. Reba would be cool as fuck about yeah? it. Yeah, I mean Reba's cool, man. I dig Reba's Reba. Dope. So, Reba, uh, we did this show Sunday night, so check it out. Uh, live seven most most Sundays five to seven p.m. Um, what do we have next Sunday? I don't even know. I, I'll post it. But uh, next Sunday is Father's Day. Also, so you're not gonna be here. Okay. Don't hate me. I love you so much, Daddy. I thought you have a show next Sunday. What's that? I thought you have a, a show next Sunday. That's the twenty sixth. This is All Sunday right. after, but I'll be here yeah. on that Sunday. You know what? Let's just cancel it. Okay. Let me see, because I'm, I'm we're going out camping. I'll be we'll be fucking yeah. exhausted. See? You guys will be exhausted. Let's I'll see. hang out with my dad Let who almost sure. died this year. Okay. Uh, Father's Day, Juneteenth is the next day. Okay. Yep. Cool. Cool. No show next Sunday. Dope. Uh, Smiley and I might do one from Antonito. We'll just do that. Yeah. Cool. Good. Uh, so not next Sunday, but most Sundays from five to seven p.m. <laughs> um, and with that, we, we are, are ten. ten drink. Drink.